What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. What's up, Panther fans? It's Cold Cuts. That's right. This is the ninth, I think, episode. Ninth time we've done Cold Cuts, where the Carolina Panthers cut the roster. It's ice cold sometimes, folks. My grandma, she says Cold Cuts of that gabagool, though. But the Cold Cuts today, we're cutting from about 80 down to 53 and there were some surprises there this was the cut day of smiths brandon shy who was more surprising michael jordan's out of here cam Irvin's out of here thank you we just got better addition by subtraction i'm sorry nikki bozeman we can't be nice to michael jordan at this point on this podcast but it is the longest running panthers podcast the c3 panthers podcast and you can be nice to us by smashing the thumbs up button being a part of the show Jumping in the chat, calling in at 252-228-5098, where every Tuesday night we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. I do it each and every week with these wonderful men right here. My will man, Cody Lashney. I almost felt like today wasn't as exciting as I expected it to be. I mean, it is if, uh, you know, if you had some players that you had on your mind that you wanted to see make an impact like a Brandon Smith uh, or a Shy Smith, then, yeah, you were a little bit upset about it. But it's prompted some great discussions about Scott Fitterer, about moving on from the Matt Rule regime, uh, about do we have proper depth at linebacker and defensive tackle now? Dude, there are so many relevant discussions that we need to have tonight. And you already know we're going to do it with the best damn Panther fans in all of YouTube, my man Drew's in the chat. Alex Stark, Joey the Blind Panther. What's up, buddy? Brandon Ficklin, 
Brandon R. C3 JJ C Dog 1983 in the building. What's up, bro? Dan Floyd, David Screws, DJ Fish Nipples, Evan Jevin, Hemlock, Joe, the freaking Puerto Rican Riolano in the chat room. Joe, we love you, brother. What's up, man? KG73s, Kristen Ladane, Lawrence Trevet, Matt Knows Nothing, Michael Wydrick, Muscles, Marinara, Panthers, Gal 73, Pipe Singer, Rock Rhyme, Roosevelt Mongo, Supreme Estes, Tim Estes, Supreme Leader Z, and White Chocolate Espresso in the building. Tony Dunn, how can you not be excited after that laundry list of names? Mm-hmm. Ain't, nothing, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. Greg, I updated all the stuff on the Rumble stream keys, but they're not going through right. Uh, oh, maybe because I set it up for tomorrow. Huh. Ah, that could be it. Ah, that might be it. I'll work on that. Welcome, Greg. Uh, people have been waiting. Uh, no, it says state and time today. Yeah. People have been waiting to talk to you, brother. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people waiting, but uh, I'm not worried about it at all, man. Like I said, I stand behind everything I said. And you know what? I will I will go ahead right here. Anthony Piccarello, JJ, uh, Chase from Anderson, and Glenn. G-Baby. And Glenn. I say Glenn. I, uh, I Glenjamin, call him Glenjamin. I, I can see it. Glenjamin, Glenagree, Glenagree. Yeah, I can see to you, Bryce Young, after a third preseason game, is the king. I can uh, see to you. We that. call him the truth. Okay? He had a phenomenal game. You're the truth. He had a phenomenal game. I'm not, I'm not being facetious, facetious there, like, or like hyper, hyperbolic, I guess you would say it there. Sarcastic. He had a great game, third game, really did. Phenomenal game. I was highly impressed, but I'm conceding right now to you guys. He is the truth. So there you go. Let's let's see what happens in the future. Okay? I'm ready to say he is the as a rookie the most adv- and, and if pick any other quarterback that the Carolina Panthers have had who have had little experience in their first year. I would say he's the most advanced in the way <laughs> that he plays the quarterback position. Cam Newton was the most electric, for sure. Right. Um, I think you're but, right, though. I, I, I don't screw with that. I think that, that that's a very fair assessment. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we got that. But there are, again, the roster is a big deal. And CK, there were some surprise. I think some surprise moves uh, when it came to the defensive line. And it started with McCall last week. And it just continued. Man, we went young. These guys are young. The backup defensive tackles have zero experience, zero experience, but they're yeah. young and hungry. And you know them D tackles can eat, bro. They're big boys. They can eat. So we're going to be looking at this uh, play, uh, position group by position group. Were you uh, just refreshing Twitter all day today, CK? Yeah, I mean, I was trying to, but it was towards the end of my uh, work day. So I just saw some of the big names, some of the surprises, some of the people we all were hoping. Honestly, there were some surprise cuts, but not because we didn't want them cut, but because we thought there's no way they're getting cut. You know, we saw Cam Irving yeah. get cut. We saw Michael Jordan get cut. Um, these guys that seems like they've been able to survive through every possible Sam Tecklenburg. Right. I feel so like happy he's been on this team gone, for like dude. 10 years, dude. I'm I so never happy even that see all play. those names are out the door, man. Listen, so I, happy. And, and here's the thing is, I want to I want to be somewhat respectful because these guys lost their jobs, right? I don't. Um, you know, I'm I'm happy that our team looks like it's better, right? And that we can focus on being a better team 
and, and, you know, hopefully developing the guys that we do have on the team. However, um, I wish those guys the best of luck. I hope they can go on and, and, you know, still have long careers and, and, you know, do what they need to do to try to support their families and give themselves that generational wealth that everybody's striving for at this point in time. However, I'm, I'm certainly not upset that they're not a Panther anymore. I'm tired of them doing it on our dime or David Tepper's dime. My on our, dime. On our, our on dime. Our, we spend all no, our no, hard here's, money on this crap. Not just our money. Like, it's... I. They're doing it on our mental uh, investments, right? Like, the money we... the, the Our mental investments. So, not necessarily money, but mentally, we've invested a lot into this squad, yeah, into this team. True, true. And so... Emotionally. Yeah, so they're not wasting physical money outside of the team not being great, but they are, unfortunately, causing us to, you know... And after that first game, like think about that first preseason game, how much they made us doubt our squad. Michael Jordan stolen enough of the league's heart and soul and money from us. Cam hey, Irvin man. has uh, has gotten his opportunity to get generational wealth. Now well, I'm, I'm actually kind of interested that they. Uh, the I, I find it um, a little surprising that they did go through with all of that. Like they didn't keep one of those guys because sure. they're worried about the depth. They're worried about the injuries. Austin Cor- Corbett got put on the pup list. And I also was surprised that all the tight end group made it. So we got that. We got a lot more to talk about. We've got the NFL news. Jonathan Taylor continues to be the focus. He is now on the pup list as he was unable to acquire his trade. Ba- Bradley Roby, my guy who I wanted the year we drafted, we did the first draft party, guys. The first draft party was the Kelvin Benjamin year. So Bradley Roby was drafted the same year that Kelvin Benjamin was. He was my draft crush. I had two draft crushes that year, Bradley Roby and Allen Robinson. And we got fat. We got Funches and well, the next year, no, we got fat Benjamin. We got all (laughs) about them Benjamins, which strangely Benjamin put up crazy numbers in Carolina for historic. Yeah. And then he had a decent, you know, I mean, McCam just always fed him the ball. It felt like so. Well, he was he was a big target, and he was very good at contested catches. He just was not a good separator of the on his routes, and so or a worker right. of met, like practice, a worker in the fitness room. Anyway, right. uh, we've got a ton to talk about. We'll be going position group by position group, cut by cut. We want to let you guys know what this team is looking like and what they need to do because right now. It does not feel like the Carolina Panthers are um, outright done. That they, I think they are surveying the landscape. We heard Dan Morgan so specifically talk last week about how excited he was for this moment and how they were going to go and really start looking for, you know, ways to continue to bolster their role. So just because these guys are on the team does not mean that they're safe. And I've got a crazy take that, Maybe a quarterback could be on the move. And maybe that quarterback isn't Matt Corral. We'll see. Andy Dalton. The, yeah, I wonder, is he going to be the guy we trade in month I, one? Who knows? I somehow, I somehow doubt it. All right. I've got a theory. We'll talk about it. The number's 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. I want to remind you guys, we're sponsored by Caldera Lab. Go to calderalab.com slash C3. If you want to look good, feel good, man, we don't take care of ourselves enough. This is a twice a day skin regimen. 
multiple steps from a facial cleanse to facial lotion at night. You get the serum. And I tell you, you can immediately feel your skin getting fresher, tighter. It takes care. It's like combating the deep, uh, what are these things, wrinkles that we get in frustration as we've been frowning at that offensive mm-hmm. line for the last 10 years, right? Look at that. I got to fight those. I got to fight those. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to fight it with a twice a day regimen of top in skincare products from calderalab.com slash C3, where you get 20% off your first order. And I'm telling you, I've been using these things for two weeks. Makes It's probably the healthiest my skin has ever or been in my adult life because, again, barbarian, I barely, you know, just moving and shaking. Sometimes like, you got to take care of yourselves, guys. My wife, she takes care of herself. She's beautiful. My wife is beautiful. She always looks great. She never walks out of the door, not looks looking funky. I walk out. I'm like, good God, it looks like somebody just stumbled into life. But, man, when I wash, when I take care of myself, I look good. I feel good. And I feel better than Michael Jordan because I wash my face with all of those awesome products from calderalab.com slash C3, 20% off your first order. Help support us by supporting our sponsors or just, I don't know, smash the thumbs up button, subscribe, call in. Cody, let's jump into the show. Yeah, man, let's jump into the show. Now the 53-man roster has been finalized, and we will jump into that in a moment but first let's go through some of these cuts and let us determine who the biggest surprises were uh and let's just go down the list real quick here i'm gonna list all the names that were cut uh within that time spencer brown shy smith javon wims josh van or r.i.p to kev justin mccray michael jordan Deontay Brown. Yeah, but they're, you know, they're planning on putting him on the practice squad. Yeah, I did hear that. I did hear that. Uh, Sam Tecklenburg, J.D. Dorenzo, Rayquan Williams, Kobe Jones, Iku Leota, Jordan Thomas, Deion Jones, Brandon Smith, Ace Ely, Eric Rowe, that was G-Baby's guy, Keith Taylor, Stanley Thomas Oliver, Herb Miller, Matt McClain, Mark Milton, Greg Maben, Cam Irving, and Taylor Stallworth. Now, boys, if you don't mind, I'm going to jump in here first because to me, there are two moves specifically that lack a ton of common sense. We brought in Deion Jones because we were thin at the linebacker position and we wanted some meaningful depth and we wanted a player that we could trust and depend on and we chose to run with him Instead of Brandon Smith, a young player with a lot of physical talent and a lot of potential. And now we ended up cutting both of them in one afternoon. Like knowing that the Panthers have had such a hard time stopping the run over the past few years. Now we're moving to a three, four defense. Why am I supposed to expect that we're going to be any better stopping the run this year? It seems as though our linebacker depth, And our defensive tackle depth at the moment is kind of painfully underserviced, leading a lot of people to believe that maybe we might still make some moves right there. But the fact that we gave up on Deion Jones after just signing him and Brandon Smith after just drafting him, uh, what, a year or two ago, like they're not even looking to develop 
some of the young players that have that have been here a while that have potential. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's a bad move for our depth. And out of all the moves that were made today, that is, in my opinion, by far the most confusing out of all those different cuts that I read off. Deion Jones is living off a name recognition and reputation, not off of production, number one. Uh, Kruger Hill, or what's his name? The Kamar Kruger Hill, Kruger Hill, the guy, the Hawaiian. He has produced and he has been one of those journeyman guys that's moved around and been one of those linebackers that always plays above their pay grade and above their name recognition. He reminds me a little bit of who is the guy that people used to always say was kind of like they would confuse him with Luke, that other white linebacker. Uh, that oh, we had, uh, uh, he went AJ, and played for the Saints. AJ Klein. Yeah, AJ Klein, right? Is a guy like that? Is he doesn't come with the name flair of a Deion Jones? But look, is Deion Jones had a? And if we want to, I mean, we don't want to overjudge by such a small showing. He was late. It was a late pickup, a late addition, but he didn't really play well in the preseason. He wasn't making plays. So, are you really gonna cut? Hill, Gruger Hill, Kamar over him? No, right? And I think here is that I think the Brandon, uh, what's his name? Brandon Smith. That one is mm-hmm. surprising because it always sucks when because we, we when we follow these teams so closely that we think that these third and fourth and fifth round picks actually make a difference. You see teams that like, hey, when they hit a fourth round pick and it makes a difference, you're like, that's good drafting. That's good drafting. Right. But really, I guess outside of the third round, man, you're always fighting day in and day out, scrapping for your job. I was a little surprised, but I think, too, what you see is that Matt Rule's drafting strategy had one single thing element to it. And he he just drafted traits. He drafted athleticism. And I don't think the Brandon Smith was all that good in college or all that productive, but met all his rack score was awesome. So right now I feel pretty good about this. Strangely. I think this tells us that they really believe in Frankie Luvu um, and the Krugler Hill guy, or what is, I got to get his name, right? I got to look Camus at him. Looking- I believe it's Camus. Camus. Kruger Hill. Kruger Hill. Camus. Kamu Kruger Hill. Kama Kruger Hill. I'm going to be saying that all season. I need to get it right. Kama, Kamar or Kama? Well, no, that's the thing. You hope you're going to be saying it. Oh, I will be saying that. He's been playing better than anybody. He made more plays than Shaq Thompson. This is my point. Right now, none of the guys that we have at the position are, I mean, okay, outside linebacker, we're okay with Justin Houston and Brian Burns, but I don't know. Shaq, and Frankie Luvu, and then you literally have not a lot behind them. I just, I don't know, man. Well, like, you're not going to be playing it, three it inside linebackers in this system, though. You're only going to be right. putting out there two most of the time, I would think. Uh, right? you three, yeah, two, two, and five, right? Three, yeah, two. Yeah, but and injuries happen. Or and, three, you know, two, players, two, four. You know, it's just to me that that doesn't say that – uh that we have a lot of depth at two very important positions. Uh, mm. D'Lo Entertain says, Camus, Gruget Hill. 
Grugier Hill. Camus Grugier, Grugier Hill. Camus Grugier Hill. Is that the full last name? Camus Now, look, so I feel I don't feel that worried about this because I didn't feel great about the other guys. All right. Uh, Greg and CK, y'all jump in on this, man. What are your surprise cuts from this list? I'll let you go, Greg. Yeah, uh, honestly, when I look at it, the Brandon Smith cut with the fact that we drafted him so recently it is kind of a surprise. And I've got to go with Glenn and with the Eric Rowe, to be honest with you. I think this is a position that we are not very strong in. And I think that cutting players who are there and know the system is a bad or at idea. least a veteran at the very yeah, at least a veteran. Yeah. And, and Eric Rowe's not a terrible player. I, I don't know if I'm the same level as Glenn with like how like well the good Eric Rowe is, but I think it's a very crazy cut. Like you're telling me there's somebody on the team better than him in, in the in the depth chart that Bradley Roby's about to be added. <laughs> I don't maybe. Know. We'll see. Well, maybe uh, they're making room for him. I don't know. Maybe. But maybe. I, I gotta go with or that. Or they just don't love that, those guys. Roe Roe is yes, the guy right. that was that got uh, just embarrassed on that big play, CK. The one what was it where they like walked backwards into the end zone after yeah. throwing it 40 uh, yards. Yeah. That was yeah, on that Eric Rowe. That Every was the DB Daniel Jones one, one right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, no, I listen, I think that I'm surprised by two names on here. And I think Rowe can be a part of this because I know he's safety. But those there are two cornerbacks, Keith Taylor and Stanley Thomas Oliver. I'm not saying they were world beaters, but um when we have a very um who was the first un- one? Uh, Keith Taylor and Stanley yeah. Thomas. Yeah, Oliver. both of these were interesting to me because we have we have cornerbacks that have question marks around their ability to stay on the field, right? Um, and the hope is, is that that's not going to be an issue this year, right? But uh, you also have to question whether that's something that is going to be um, a, a mistake as we move forward. And there's still some moves to be made. Right, we have a pretty high unless we've actually taken anybody off of waivers, which I don't think we have. Um, you know, we yeah, have, we're like at the top of the waiver list or in the front of the pack, right? Right, we have a lot of options potentially to be able to go and get somebody. But man, I, I don't know, man. Those it just seems odd because th- it feels like our our cornerback depth is already weak as can be, and to uh, take those those pieces off the board, it just seems a bit odd to me. I like this. I, at first, I didn't think Bradley Roby was going to be the fit, but as you continue to see this f- fill out, you know, you don't want, if you are going to have those injury problems or potential the concerns of injury problems at outside corner, you do want to have some depth of guys that have been there and done that before. Now, Bradley Roby has historically been a nickel corner, and I know that we're going to really be trying to play Jeremy Chin a lot at that spot. Jeremy Chin is going to do great against the bigger body guys, but the smaller, shiftier guys that are in the slot, he might have a little bit more trouble with. You know, I wonder if a guy like Bradley Roby brings the veteran presence in enough to where he could fill in on the outside temporarily if needed. Um, and in fact, that's kind of what I thought Eric Rowe was, is a guy that had experience playing safety outside right. corner, inside the versatility that was a big deal. Um, look, Keith Taylor, was he drafted last year or the year before? The year before. The year before. So he, this was his going to be his third season? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, hey. And St- Thomas Oliver, a lot of people have always talked well about him. But what do I think this coaching staff said? And here's a name that I think 
helps us see this is Raekwon Williams was a little surprising to me because he played, I'm pretty sure he was the one that played. Let me check the defensive line. Cause there were two Williams. Yeah. He played, uh, no Deshaun Williams is the other one. So we had two Williams, but you know, we went young and thin or young in the defensive tackle group. So I feel like one thing that this team made a statement by cutting maybe shy Smith, maybe Keith Taylor, maybe Brandon Smith is like, we just don't really have, if you're not making significant or noteworthy strides to get better each year, Stanley uh, Thomas Oliver, and we're just living on the hope of potential, you know, let's just cut bait and move on. But that question also brings in the, you know, the concern, everybody in the, in the chat is also talking about it. I think one of the biggest surprises is the people that are on this list but an entire position group that is not. And that is the tight ends. Like we've been living on we the thought potential. two of them are getting cut. <laughs> we thought three at least were, to be <laughs> honest with you. I mean, because when you look at, they've been living off the potential of these guys for a minute. The only person that's pretty much guaranteed a roster spot, I think is going to be Hayden Hurst. And, mm-hmm. and so now we have five. Well, we paid the Thomas. So. Well, all right. So what do you make of this? Did you think Thomas. that echoes how important tight end is going to be in this offense or well, it, or are, are we thinking that maybe if the Panthers are going to make another move here soon, that yes. one of these extra tight ends, that's the easier cut to make. I think, well, I think this is going to be in, in Greg, my I mean, I was just saying, I think that this is going to be a, they know that if they cut any of these guys off of the team, they're going to be picked up off the waiver, right? Who? The, the, any of these tight ends, they're going any tight end <laughs> that we have pick on the them team. Up? There's the listen. This is a tight end hungry league right now. Like they're gonna they're gonna try and take the potential of these guys and hope that they can pull it out, right? Mm. Um, especially somebody like Ian Thomas who has the ability to block well. Uh, Ricci, who clearly looked like he was running back two in this league based we're on that preseason into. game. Oh yeah, we're tight into. Um and uh and you know Stephen Sullivan is he still on the team? Because if if he is, he was he's he has a lot of potential too, right? So um, why don't we look at this roster? Well, because um, we ahead, have Greg, them. go ahead. Hold Greg, on. Yeah, before that. we get too far away from it, I want to have two comments there. One, I want to go back to the cornerback thing. If we sign Eric Rowe, this is a fifty-three man cut. Like, who do we cut if we sign Eric Rowe? Because no, you mean one of the Bradley guys on this Roby? team is not is already cut. Bradley Roby. We just some... cut Eric Rowe. You I'm mean sorry, Bradley yeah. Roby? Yeah, Roby, no, we got sorry, you. You yeah. were talking about Roby. We got you. Roby. Yeah. Who, who uh, do we, we're gonna cut if we sign Roby. Well, that's it's this group. It's Stephen Sullivan. It's Ian Thomas, or it's Tommy Trimble. Yeah, or Ricci. I mean, look, is uh, Pat Panax said. By the way, Panax, check out. He's got a YouTube channel. He's a musician. You guys need to check his stuff out. Um, these guys, you know, none of their jobs are were secure before this moment. So I think you're just kind of padding it right now, seeing like maybe maybe you're onto something, CK. But who the heck are you going to trade here, Tommy Tremble? Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, like, okay. Like, what do you What do you give away for for Roby? Like, what do you cut for Roby? And it really, you guys sucks. About we have a, not tied in coming well. in the the free agency being cut. Right. That's this really just player. shows who, we who you're haven't. cutting for the tight end. So we're going to talk about that in a minute, but we're going to talk more about Fitterer because all of this has prompted a discussion about Scott. Um, but I wanted to just kind of go over real quick the 52 man roster. Uh, again, I'll just kind of go through the names here. DJ Chart, Terrace Marshall, Jonathan Mingo, LaVisca Chanel, 
our brand new wide receiver, and we're going to talk about that trade in a minute, uh, Amir Smith-Marset, Adam Thielen, Derek Wright, Hayden Hurst, Giovanni Ricci, that's uh, Muscles Marinero's guy, uh, Stephen Sullivan, Ian Thomas, Tommy Tremble, Ikema Kwanu, Ricky Lee, which is a name I'm not too familiar with, Taylor Moten, Vaughn Bell, Jeremy Chen, Sam Franklin Jr., Jamie Robinson, and Xavier Woods, Raheem Blackshear, Chuba Hubbard, Miles Sanders, Matt Corral, still here. That's another interesting one that we should discuss. Yeah. Andy Dalton, Bryce Young, Johnny Hecker, Amari Barno, Brian Burns, Detour Grossmatos, Marquis Haynes, Justin Houston, DJ Johnson, JJ Jansen, Camus, uh, Cruze Hill, Frankie Lubu, Shaq Thompson, Chandler Wooten. By the way, Chandler Wooten is another name at linebacker that people have been very impressed with and have been saying his name amongst Hill. Uh, where was uh, Chandler Wooten? Eddie Pinero, Brady Christensen, Nash Jensen. A lot of people like Cade Mays, Chandler Zavala, Derek Brown, LeBrian Ray, Shy Tuttle, Deshaun Williams, Williams, Nick Thuman. C.J. Henderson. Who's Nick Thurman? I don't even know that guy. There's a defensive end. Troy Hill, J.C. Horn, Dante Jackson, and Bradley Bozeman. That is your 53-man roster. Gentlemen, what are we thinking about this I got a roster? There's two things that stand out to me right away. Column one, top two position groups. We have seven wide receivers and five tight ends. There's no way you can roster that many of both of those position groups together. It's going to just pull away so much from another part of the football team. So I think that's where our lead starts. If we know that there is at least one to two position groups that have a player that's going to have, that's just too much, right? I mean, think about it. Is we, the Panthers, I think, have only kept seven receivers one time in their history like this. So this might be the second time I did it. Went back through it. It was when Steve Smith was hurt and they just didn't know what the hell they were doing. And this was like in 07 or something. Or remember when Steve Smith like broke his arm and playing flag football or something, or maybe it was in the preseason game. He broke his leg. I mean, he did something crazy. And all of a sudden they're like, holy shit, what are we going to do? I think we had that stupid, the dumb one from USC, Dwayne Jarrett that year. Uh, but look, is you can't roster seven receivers and five tight ends. So I want us to then look at the rest of the group. Where is the weak group somewhere it's gotta, else? It, well, it's, it's got to be the one, offensive line. I, I think it's yes. the offensive line, man. Yes. You only got three tackles. You've only got one center. I agree. I think the offensive line, here's the thing with the tight ends for, uh, for the wide receivers. I don't think you can cut any more people. Like you can't with the wide receivers. Yeah, dude, you don't. I think look at that list. Hold on, I think I'm on the Chenault cut. No, 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 no. no. Look at that list. Look at that list and name the amount of them that have been hurt this preseason already. Well, yeah, Shark, Marshall, Chenault, and we saw Thielen get hurt in a preseason game, even though he came back in. Right was right got hurt injury. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Mingo got a, 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 some sort of like a – it wasn't anything big. It was something they kept him out, maybe one practice. If I can't – I may be wrong on that and thinking about somebody else. But um, like every single person that is a wide receiver has been hurt on our team already in training camp and preseason. 
like and, and it may not be long or big big injuries or anything like that but it's it's worth expressing that l- l- i know that we have seven wide receivers i don't know that you can cut any of them right now until you know that they can stay healthy like you have too much at least there's a mix and max match option that can happen here like if mingo goes down you have terrace marshall if uh if Thielen goes down you at least you have shark right if uh if something happens to somebody else, you have mm. Chenault, right? Like, there's still that aspect of it. But if you start cutting any more of that, I don't think you have a lot of uh, flexibility. Tight end has got to be a priority to be able to, you know, get that down to three tight ends. You cannot carry five tight ends into the into the into the regular Especially season. Especially two really bad ones. Well, two <laughs> not imagine good carrying ones. five yeah. bad tight ends. Into yeah. the list. I'm like, not, yeah, I'm not a fan of, of Ian Thomas still being on the team. Like, we paid I, him, just, though. We paid him, yeah, though. He's got to so, be here. So what? We paid yeah. Deion Jones. We paid uh, Demir Bird. Demir got hurt, but still, it's like that doesn't, I don't know. He hasn't done much of anything for us. And right. to me, that's just strange, man. Um, four cornerbacks on the roster, which again, that kind of leads to Tony's uh, Bradley Roby theory that maybe that might be a consideration for us. Um, and you know that Dante Jackson has had his fair share of injuries. Now Dante is saying that he's prepared to be out there week one. What about uh, the offensive line, dude? Think about this is we just heard Austin Corbett, which we assumed I'm pretty, I was pretty confident. This was how it was going to pan out that he was going to, be on IR unless he was going to only need one more week, which I couldn't believe. So the Panthers actually initiated kind of their beginning of their cuts by announcing that Austin Corbett would be put on the pup list. Um, And I guess that's like temporary IR, like short-term IR, maybe. Four games, yeah. Yeah, it's four games. But um, think about this, is that first you have, you've got Akim Aquana who has not had the greatest – preseason right but i mean we, we're believers i'm a believer in kim Aquanu. i think the team is right they've got too much so it's not like he's going to be benched or whatever but you've had a kim Aquanu, you got taylor moton just like those locking down there you got people that don't really believe in brady christensen even though he's had the best arguably the best preseason out of all of the offensive yeah, linemen by far the most consistent but we've had real concerns on that offensive line and they've stemmed. They started with right guard. Zavala has played well or better each time we've seen him out there, but he's still a rookie. Don't you think this is a, I mean, this is risky at this point saying this is we're going to rock with Brady Christensen, Chandler Zavala, and their backups are Nash Jensen and Cade Mays. And that's all we need. You know, well, I, I mean, like like, and Bradley Bozeman is the only guy but I guess Kate May is going to be our center. I just but, feel like this is it just is really dependent on people staying healthy. Well, yeah, but also I but Tony, we can have that same conversation about what I said earlier with linebacker. Like, yeah, if the starters stay healthy, then OK, but there's not a lot behind it. But and, you can think of Jeremy Chin as potentially playing a kind of a in that role. A, I don't think really. inside linebacker is imp- as important in a three four, is it? I or mean, is it more important? I don't no, know. No, I mean, dude, I think it's even more important. I mean, we really? already know that. Yeah, dude, we are, what have we always said, right? That what it offers you in pass rush, it takes away a little bit in the run game. That it's a little bit easier to run the ball on a three four. 
and we were a 4-3, and we were already having problems with run defense. To me, you're just a couple injuries away from a bunch of camp warriors. If you want to say Jensen and the other offensive linemen, whatever, that they're like camp warriors, well, Cruze Hill, hey, for as great as he has played, or Wooten, for as great as they have played, like, I'm sorry, those names just don't inspire confidence in me. So, to me, the linebacker and the offensive, offensive line, it's like the same conversation. Like, yeah, if they stay healthy, we might be okay, but the depth, it just leaves wanting. Can, can you say they haven't inspired confidence in you based on the lack of playtime? Yeah, I don't. I mean, like, what expires confidence about having Deion Jones and like the whoever else on the team? That doesn't make me feel any better. My my, my question is, you you, you champion for Hill? Yeah. Well, my question is, you champion for prefer uh, like Christensen, right? Before he's really proven himself, what makes you not champion for these other guys? Have they not proven themselves? How has Brady not proven himself? I'm not. I'm not saying Brady hasn't. What I'm saying is, how have these other guys not proven themselves? No, that is my point. On offensive line and on on linebacker, we have a bunch of guys that, as of right now, they're training camp warriors. But say whatever you want about Deion Jones. Look, if he wasn't good, he wasn't good. And if that's why you cut him, then fine. But you signed him because he had played meaningful NFL snaps. He had made a Pro Bowl before, and you needed depth at that position. Then you let go of not only him, but the newly drafted, only like a year or two ago, uh, linebacker that had a ton of physical potential that you could have used at that position, and they just choose like, no, we're not going to develop him. We're going to go with these with these other players. It's just questionable to me. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing is that we have a lot of people in the chat who who have a, a similar take to that. Uh, and one person in particular has re-upped for the third month, and that is Zach. And he wanted to say in his re-up message, he said, they need to bring in corner and defensive line. Zach, thank you again for re-upping up, uh, re on that C3 super fan uh, membership. It's only $1.99. Anybody in chat interested in doing so? It helps support the channel. It's only $1.99. Gives you some cool little emotes that you can use, uh, such as a wet blanket, which we'll probably be using a little bit later for uh, yours, uh, Great your, your, your stat daddy sure. here. Um, but uh, but I do appreciate that, Zach, and uh, welcome uh, back to your third month. And thank you guys for your support. The number is 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. You know, the Carolina. Um, all right. So if we look at this, I mean, all right. So if we're kind of flip, uh, if we're kind of trying to balance the theory. So the theory is this, is that there's too many loaded at wide receiver and tight end and not enough guys at linebacker and go- and offensive line, period. Right. right? Is like, it, and I don't know if it's guard. I don't know if it's center guard or whatever the hell you want to describe them as. But those usually, we're talking about we have three tackles, three, four, and four guards, seven. We've got eight offensive linemen on this team. I feel like in many years past, we walked into the league with like the year with like 10 offensive linemen. You know, I don't know if like, I mean, it it feels like it's always been heavier than that. So if, if CK is sort of right that, this wide receiver group is too tenuous to 
you know, cut there first. I mean, the guy, the the Derek Wright guy might be that cut that moves to a practice squad type of guy. Um, then that one of those tight end groups, tight end, tight end positions is going to need to fill or help us acquire a guard. And the question is, how do you do that? I don't know how we can cut, cut Derek Wright because I feel like every time we got our white receiver, bro, we're going to the Super Bowl. We got our, I mean, look, Ricky Pro, Super Bowl. We had right. Ricky Pro was on our team, Super Bowl. Uh, Brent well, Burson. Brent Burson. Was he really on that yeah, team? Yeah, bro. He played like a big deal. Like, that was yeah. the whole thing. It was Burson, Brown, and Ginn. It was like the law firm, they called it. No, that was 2017. We he had was on all the firm. teams. We, all had, those we had Brown, Burson, Ginn. Uh, Kotchery. We had Kotchery, um Funches, but yeah, Burson was on the Burson somehow stuck around this team for like five years. It's kind of like, like the Tecklenburg thing. Is I didn't know Tecklenburg was still on this team until he got cut today. Right. But I think that's another guy that I always heard Matt Rule talk about. It's like, oh, Sam Tecklenburg. That was like, man, shut the hell up. Shut yeah. up. And by the way, Matt Rule is back in the news. Oh, yeah. He's we, back we in the news. This is going to be fun. We're going to. Uh, hey, uh, Charlotte Sports One with the $2 uh, says, share these fools. 157 viewers, 18 likes. Appreciate you, bro. Um, I don't know, man. Like, Jeez, that's shameful. But I don't know. 18 it, it likes. Might, that can't sometimes be. Sometimes you have to refresh. Okay. Yeah, you got to refresh it, bro. <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment, though. We're at 67 right now. But uh, still. But definitely hit that. Definitely hit that like button. Um. All right, so let's let's do this, right? Because we're having the conversation. Oh, oh, before we move on, I do want to say this, guys. You know, one thing that we can do also to help the algorithm is to develop the comments after the video's over. Yes. Right? Like, so here's what I'm gonna do. Now Google or YouTube has a new feature where you can respond to comments in a short. So if you leave a comment. And it's more than just like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Any type of comment, I'll give you a short response. How about that? Tony Dunn. You, you better not you better not put that much because you might have to do uh three hundred videos. You could say like I, want I will to. pick my favorite ones. No, you know what? We'll start with I'm doing all of them. <laughs> yeah. Let's see it. Make punish me tomorrow, folks. Punish me in the comment section. I'm coming back at you. You can debate the professor right there. Do it. I, I, I'm even going to do it too. You're going to be replying to me too. I like nice. That. I like All that. Right, um, let's rock. So yeah, man. Let's just jump back into this conversation. But the Panthers made another move today, and if this tells you anything about our wide receiver depth and what the Panthers thought about it. Uh, the Panthers announced that they traded for Chiefs wide receiver slash returner Emir Smith-Marset. It's a swap for conditional 2025 seventh rounder. So the Panthers receive Emir Smith-Marset and the Chiefs receive a conditional 2025th seven and a round pick swap. No, so this is this is misleading. Cody, is that we didn't give them that we swapped our seventh rounders. We didn't even, yeah. it wasn't like, so we just, we took our seventh, we traded. Oh, that's the swap. So we it's didn't, just, yeah, yeah. So we didn't give anything away. We just moved back in well, the seventh. They, it tells you what the Chiefs believe we're going to be this year. 
which is bad. Yeah, they or believe that he's, he's going to be important to the team because the condition, no, no. I think, is them him actually making the roster. Well, I think that's where the conditional part is: is that right, if he plays, then you it you could turn into something seven. more. Yeah, yeah, right. But at my point being is like their belief, and the reason they did this is because they believe that they're going to be having a higher seventh round, like they're going to be picking later in the seventh round than we will be. Right. So their belief is that they're going which they have the right to believe that, by the way, they're one of the best teams in the NFL, if not the best team in the NFL. Um, but it's uh, when you have, uh, when, when if they're just swapping seventh and giving us a player, their belief is that our seventh is going to be more valuable than their seventh. Yeah. But who cares at that point? I really don't care about our seventh. I'm excited about this player though. Amir Smith Marset, this guy is a badass. And here's a fun part about this is that uh, Adam Thielen was important in the Carolina Panthers making this move that they inquired because Adam Thielen is a Minnesota graduate. And I think that either uh, Smith Marset either went to Iowa or to me, but like somehow no, they both played in Minnesota. Okay. So he's Minnesota. So they asked, so Adam Thielen had watched him in college and then also watched him, kind of followed him in the preseason, and he had made some big plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. But here's where I really love this pick right here. This guy is the Big Ten, all-time Big Ten, I think that it is, return guy or something like the most yards or something in that effect. So what I like about this is that we never have had any faith in our return game. Our punt returns, our kickoff. In fact, it's something to be honest. I've thought about um, on this show that we have been irresponsible and not talking about. Right? It's like we haven't talked about who our punt returners are, who our kickoff returners right. are. And to be honest, it's because I don't know who they are. I sure, I truly don't. Is I thought, man, Blackshear. Okay, right. maybe Blackshear is getting some work. You thought Shy Smith might be getting some work. This right here. Probably was because they were hoping that Demir Bird was going to contribute at some of these things. I think this guy might make the team because of his special teams or be interesting. That's where Derek Wright might not have the advantage here. Dude, this guy, he's fast, dude. This yeah, guy, was, look at this. He was a great returner for Iowa. That's where he went to college. I thought uh, you said he went to Minnesota. No, he went. He played for the Minnesota Vikings, but his college was at Iowa. Oh, uh, he, he was in Minnesota as a Viking. Yeah, he was a Minnesota Viking. Oh, okay, and I, okay, I was right clips, then. I have some clips from that game too. But you see, he has a great vision, and he's a burner, man. The he guy, is fast, dude. Yeah, Look at this shit. Very fast. The guy can get upfield, and that's one of his. That's one of his biggest assets. And, and my question is, are we just valuing him? as a returner or do we think that it's possible for him to be able to do some damage um actually as a roster or on the on the wide receiver core like you know having the football thrown to him i can't I imagine wanna... that would be the case that he's they're really seriously thinking that's a possibility right yeah i mean i, I, I look don't... at the speed on this cat dude. Oh, by the way this uh week 18 uh, against the Chicago Bears, I believe two years ago, had 103 yards. And you see the man, he could run away. I mean, he had to turn around for that ball, but he tracks the football well. 
He can get upfield fast. And this is a problem that everybody was complaining about due to clips of our final preseason game that a lot of our receivers were blanketed. Now, missing DJ Tark, missing Terrace Marshall. But you see, man, the guy's nimble. He can move around. He can make some plays. Is he just a returner? Or could he be someone that could take the top off of the defense for us? He certainly doesn't lack confidence. In fact, let's go ahead and play the clip of him where they asked him what they, you know, I mean, they were asking him about getting cut, the potential. And I don't know exactly when this clip came from, when he was with the Vikings or if this is when he's with the Chiefs, but they were asking him about the nerves and the anxiety that comes with being cut. This is awesome. You know who you are. Who do you think you are as a receiver? One of the baddest motherfuckers in, in the league. That's how. That's all I'm gonna say. What do you think the next 48, 72 hours are gonna be like? In, you know, Tuesday at three o'clock to find out what's going on. Stressful. <laughs> that's all stressful. Cause I don't know. <laughs> so this is on. I love yeah, this dude. I love yeah. this dude. And then did you hear Frank Reich say uh, he's got? Uh, I think what they call big energy. And the whole crowd today laughed at him. And I was wondering if it was just a bunch of old white dudes laughing at the idea that they all listened to. Who is her name? The big girl that the big dick energy. Well, my Luke? big dick energy is a, a very. What's the song? Thing, Isn't man. there a song? We can't hear you, CK. You're muted. Uh oh, he fell out of favor. No, you're good. You're good. Sorry. The the girl that's getting sued right now didn't she have a song? Uh, oh, Lizzo! Isn't she the one that had a song that with that? I Look, as, that. here's another old white guy talking about it. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I, you know it's, what? It's I'm making fun. I'm making fun of them. Hey, I'm making fun of them, and I'm making fun of myself simultaneously. Um, no, I like that, dude. But you know what? And we need a return guy. Fuck that, man. Like, look, Shai Smith. Didn't do shit. See, you got when you are on the bubble, dude, you got to make your name on special teams. That's where my baby bird superior to Shai Smith in those cases, because that's how he fought and survived by playing out there on special teams and contributing. But I don't know if we have a true, true um, answer of or confidence what we're doing. Didn't we trot out LaVisca Chenault last year on kickoffs? Yeah, we didn't have a great answer uh, at, at kickoffs. By the way, the chat is uh, informing us it's Lotto, not Lizzo. Don't even know who Lotto is. I don't even know who that is. So now I'm totally like, this joke is hitting hard the same. It's, hitting the, it's <laughs> slapping twice right now. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this is Frank Wright talking about uh, Amir Smith Marset. I think uh, he's, a, he's a really good route runner, very good hands. Um, you know, I know he's a smart guy, so you know, we like our receipt. You know, if you're on our roster, you need to be able to play all three positions because we move guys. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Had a good preseason, productive preseason, can catch punts. Um, you know, so if he factors in there, you know, he could factor in there, could not factor in there, see how it all plays out. Um, but you know, just feel like you know, he's he uh, had some inside info because he was in Minnesota with Adam Thielen. So, you know, they would call Adam and say, Adam, tell me about this guy. You know what I mean? So got inside information from another player, that always is helpful. Yeah, so Adam Thielen. Helped uh, recruit him here. But also, he mentioned the fact that he could play all three positions. That he could play three wide receiver positions. So, they really like the talent uh, that they have in him. Somebody in the chat said this, and they said, this was pretty neat. I like to hear this. Is They said that they disagreed with me, and they do see him being a contributor on the field. And that brings us to the question of this. And I put this up there. Can we go to the Adam Thielen slot where we got the picture of Adam Thielen? Is our wide receiver group, which we were really high on, you know, is it weak now? Because we've we've been we've gotten into injury territory. We've you know, is there actually a room for a guy like this to come in and be a top burner? You know, because look, as you looked at the the QB school guy. Right? Didn't you get? Did you guys see some of the clips yeah, that are floating Jake around about yeah, like the how video. the how great Bryce looks? But then yeah, they're like, "Oh his, man, his... this is really look at how slow they are." And they also, I saw a stat too that Thielen and Shark for some chip technology were the slow least like in the 150s in separation last year. I don't know. Like I never heard of this chip technology tracking where they put in their shoe, where they fucking put it. Not heard of this, but I saw this tweet and it was just like, all right, I don't expect Adam Thielen to be getting a bunch of separation. He's our possession receiver. I did go. What the fuck? Shark is like runs a four, three dude. How's he not getting separation? That's That's what pissed me off is that whenever it went viral, and it wasn't just him, there was a bunch of people that made clips talking about how the Panthers have a wide receiver problem. And, like, literally two of our best speedsters 
and DJ Chark and Terrace Marshall Jr. are not on the field. So again, I don't think we like, can bank on Terrace Marshall Jr. at all, though. Now, and, but, okay, I just had an entire conversation in the Twitter spaces. Nobody thinks that they can bank on DJ Chark either. God, so, that's sad. Again, I was so, so we're, pumped that we're Chark going was going to blow up. We're going to be, and he still might. And this is what I've been telling everybody: it, it's not time to panic yet. If we're going to do it, minor injuries at the wide receiver position. I would rather deal with them early in the year as opposed to later. Right. Let them get healthy. They're on track to be there versus Atlanta. Let's see what it looks like when we're at full power. We didn't see the defense with Brandon Smith and Justin Houston, and we've barely seen this offense with DJ Chark and Terrace Marshall Jr. really out there running how they're supposed to. So I'm not freaking out about this yet. This is the one area that I don't think the Panthers could have done anything different than what they did. I wanted to sign DeAndre Hopkins, but maybe we should go trade for Devonte Adams, dude. KG seven, three says shark gets jammed up at the line a lot. What's up, Kev and Patty Grimes says shark was hurt most of the year for the Lions. So I wonder if that contributes to the numbers and the separation statistics or something, you know, smaller sample set or something to that effect. But oh, there were a lot of people that were complaining over was it the second preseason game that like he was just blanketed and they were like, I mean, and I know he had played a little, but we said, Oh, where was DJ shark? We saw him in game one, but I don't think he had one. He had one catch in preseason game two, but people were calling that out. We'll have to watch and anticipate or look to see can DJ shark and look, DJ sharks playing for money, bro, this year. And I always saw him yeah. shark. I need to call him Chark. His name is Chark. 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 Yeah, I call him Shark. shark. I call it's it Shark. C-H-C-H-A-R-K. It's French. Shark. It's French. It's Shark. Yeah. Shark. Shark. Camus Gruger Hill. Camus Gruger Hill. Gruger Hill. Hill. Camus. Gruger it sounds like a cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I, dude, dude, there's a French theme going on. It's all like a uh, kind of Yeah, French we've got Shark. Uh, we're on the menu. Shark meat and uh, Gruger cheese. Realistically, never put cheese with fish. By the what way, what are we supposed to think about the receivers? Like, and that's I already kind of made my point. I don't feel that the Panthers could have done anything more. We could have like, signed DeAndre Hopkins. We didn't even have to yeah, trade. He for didn't want to play. Sign. He didn't want to play for. Or we didn't court him enough. We, man, he wanted to play for money, homie. That's what he put. He signed up for money. He didn't. He him. didn't go to say, "Oh, I want to go play with Ryan Tannehill." Fucking Malik Willis is out there probably going to win the day. Well, no, nah, I won't say win the job. Well, he also went to Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray had ups and downs. Uh, as you know, he had said publicly he didn't want to start uh, off fresh with another rookie quarterback uh, under center. And I understand. I also think he overblew it a little bit. And knowing that Bryce is already looking like a polished veteran, like imagine DeAndre Hopkins in this offense. Like that would be the. Final or piece. how about oh, Devontae man. Adams in this offense, homie? But guess what? We don't have a first round pick next year. So we're not gonna be able to trade for Devontae. But he's that now that now that they got because rid like of nine uh, billion dollars. Now that the Raiders got rid of uh, Darren Waller, that's the only real weapon that they had. They're not and your boy him. Michael Mayer. Yeah, but they just drafted him. Yeah. Um Michael Wydrick says, uh he asked if Rajon White Wright played a single snap this preseason. If he didn't, I'm pissed about that. 
I saw some people talking about this and that they were like, potentially we just got too hopeful on Rajon Wright because of his connection. Like, cause yeah, you had a personal that, connection yeah. with him because of the, what was that show? He was on where he was with that dude, the last chance you. Yeah. Right. So that. like, you know him, you know, you have an investment with that player. Um, you know, that's a great question though, is like how much did these guys actually play? Because we didn't get to see, I felt like it was like uh, Cam Peoples didn't even get a chance to play until the final game. And uh, we saw why. Yeah, coughed it up on <laughs> saying. But he did have a touchdown. No, no he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, he didn't. his foot hit the pylon. That was a touchdown, dude. That was not a touchdown. Yes, he let was. go of the ball. Oh, he did? It's, Is that yeah. what happened? That was the one that he fumbled into the end zone. I turned it off and then started the... He actually fumbled it. He fumbled it into the end zone. It was a touchdown. I touch turned back. it off when I saw his foot hit. Man, as soon as they touch the pylon, it's a touchdown. You don't No, have to the ball has to touch the pylon. Your he foot? Dropped the, he dropped the ball. Oh, the wow. ball has to cross the plane. Wow. I didn't know because it, it was at the end of the game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was or like towards the, it was the, And then Lutton we pass. jumped over yeah. from the Friday free for all to the, and I was like, oh, and then I turned it. And I know they were reviewing yeah. it, but he fumbled Cam, it. Cam wow. had the worst possible game you could have in that uh, in that game. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Um, He's a good rapper, though, guys. I wanted to bring this up because I feel like this conversation, we're not done having it, but it does need to be had. Because Fitterer, especially given the Matt Rule situation, has kind of been given a pass by a large majority of the fan base, like looking at the positives rather than some of the negatives that come along with it. But I feel that this is something that we do need to touch on and to reevaluate here. So another thing that was made abundantly clear today is that they are moving on from any Matt Rule draft picks that were yep. still on the roster. Troy Pride, Robinson, Bravion Roy, Davion Nixon, Thomas Fletcher, Hoskins, Smith, Barnes, Deontay Brown, Shai Smith, Thomas Oliver, Keith Taylor. And everyone will say, oh, Matt Rules boy is out of here. That guy sucks. But pardon me if I'm wrong. Fitter drafted damn near every one of these dudes. With the exception of maybe a couple that were, uh, maybe a few of them were Herney. But over, you know. I mean, Federer now. I think these are all has a bunch of busts to his name. I may just want to blame everything on Matt Rule. Like that might just be my natural inclination. You're not alone. But I don't know if look. We heard that Matt Rule was controlling the media department, dude. Like yeah, you don't think his fingerprints are over this list? We no saw. We, you don't think that Thomas no Fletcher. But the that's Brandon Smith, the um, I think Bravion Roy example but, of that. And and so, yes, is that the, the the real question? And I hate to say this. It's not a question is my point is when we hired Frank Wright, we should have fired Scott Fitter. We should have brought in <laughs> Frank Wright and his own GM, not because Scott Fitter deserved to be fired. But because we're asking this fucking question right now, we can't truly surmise if this is Matt Rule's fingerprints on this or if 
Scott Fitterer was a what is a co-conspirator. But you like I think the idea of hiring a head coach and a GM at the same time is something that doesn't happen because it's like next to impossible to be successful. Basically, what you're asking for is a GM to come in here without having the ability to actually scout what their team is going to need with the upcoming year. So they're going to be coming into that with a bit of a handicap where every other team is going to have an entire year's worth of scouts that have actually done their work. Right. So whereas I, I Give understand us those scouting reports, their propriety of the Carolina Panthers, right? Thank you for your service. We're coming in here. I think you hire the, the GM and the coach together. They live and die together because we don't ask these questions. CK. I know that you're, I mean, it almost felt like we should have hired the G we should have just, once we decided to fire Matt rule, we should have at the end of the season fire or towards the end of the season fired Scott Fitter. And I actually don't think I'm, I'm hoping that Scott Fitter is going to be freed now. And look, to be honest, there are some things outside this list that Fitter has done that I think have been noteworthy, particularly getting us Bryce Young for a rather low price. Yeah, but again, are you looking at this with rose-colored glasses? And remember, I've been a Fitter defender. I've I've been very congratulatory of a lot of things that Fitter has done. But the point being is, unless you're saying that Matt Rule was such a bulldozer that Fitterer literally had zero say-so in any of the players that we were drafting, and none of that can be put on him. Keep in mind that there have now been trades that were still like, all right, what the hell was that? We still like have Give me one. All right, so uh, C.J. Henderson. Uh, CJ he Henderson made the team, bro. He made, yeah, he the, made team. the team. But we didn't pick up his fifth-year option. Well, that's good. That's fine. You know what? He's got to no, play it out. He's supposed to be a shutdown corner, and he has not been that. No. You know what? And, he's not. But no, we didn't Andrew draft him in the signed, first round. We drafted him for a third. you signed Dante Jackson instead of uh, Stephon Gilmore. And I mean, I, I still would prefer to have Stephon Gilmore. Right I don't know now. if Gilmore really that wanted was to a, be here, dude. Yes, he did from no, Charlotte. he did. That might yes, be the did. case. No, but he, he was with Matt. No, he here. saw the fucking dumpster fire no. that was Matt Rule. No, I don't. I think you guys just want to believe that. I don't think there's no, any direct evidence that Listen, said wanted to stay had, in Carolina. If they had chosen to pay Stefan Gilmore, there is no way he would have said no to continuing to play in Charlotte. So you think and, you could have gotten the same deal for Stefan Gilmore that you got for Dante Jackson? There's no way yeah. Stefan Gilmore is signing a three-year, $27 million deal. Mm. No way. You would have gotten him for one what year, $16 million. Sign him for? All right, all and right. is it not yeah. and, and would it not have been more worth it? Yeah, I think he so. He didn't go to the Cowboys though after us. He went to the Colts. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, I would have done that. And look, that's another thing. The Colts. Uh that's where uh Frank Reich was. Like I would have much rather have had the more proven player than you know the you know Dante Jackson who's been hurt every year. Granted, he played well last year, but I mean, if you're comparing apples apples to oranges, I'm just saying right now it all seems very convenient to say ah no it wasn't Fitz's problem. Fit didn't do that, then, you know. And look, look how many late round picks that we drafted that are no longer on the team anymore. You can't yeah. tell me that he deserves none of the blame for that. Well, that's that's an argument I've been having is like, listen, I 
we don't know what he's real, what was him and what was not. And that's, that's to Tony's point, right? You know, is, is, do you, do we want to continue to have this question or do we want to be able to move forward and have something new? Right. I, I'm, I'm, I support the idea of, of uh, him having gotten this year. I don't think firing him in the same year you fire Matt rule is going to put this team in a better spot. Honestly, we may not even have been in the running for a Bryce young. Right. Um, So I think that this year is going to be pretty telling. Um, The fact that a lot of the people that he picked in the later rounds are gone. Now, I think this, if this draft class we just brought in isn't, if we don't have some people that are contributing starters uh, on this team by the end of next year, then you've got to, you have to put that all on, on Fitterer. Like there's got to, and he doesn't get any, he doesn't get absolved from the blame from the other stuff either. Right. He's not completely hands washed of the, the circumstances surrounding Matt rule. Um, You don't take a job. If he took this job knowing that he wasn't going to have roster control, that's a decision that he made and he's got to live with that. He's got to be held accountable to that as well. Right. So that part I think is, is a, is where I don't necessarily agree that he is where I'm, where I'm on the same page with uh, Cody. I think that he's got to be given some blame with what we've seen the past three years. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to be fair. Let me ask you this then. And I do want to get to some calls. Two year, two year, $20 million contract with the Colts, including a $4 million signing bonus, uh, 14 million Mm. guaranteed. Uh, an average annual salary of $10 million. We paid Dante Jackson was a three-year, $35 million deal, but $16.7 million guaranteed. Gilmore, by the way, has also tacked on an $11 more million with the Cowboys that he's going to get this year. Gilmore is – see, this is why Gilmore didn't want to stay in Carolina, bro. I'm telling you he didn't. Nah, dude, Gilmore is pulling the old – who is bro. the – who's the – God, he's like one of the greatest corners. He went from the Jets to the Bucks, the Patriots. Um, hold on. In fact, oh, he just got put in the Hall of Fame. And Steve Smith, Darrell Revis. Yeah, Darrell Revis. Did you see his family in the in his All Pro year? His All Pro, one of his All Pro years, when he went to the Hall of Fame, he had uh, his family was wearing a shirt, and it was all the top receivers he had shut down that year, and it was like. Steve Smith, one catch, five yards. Go watch oh, Steve Smith cut cut to like it, that. and he's like, man, yeah. that shirt. Why do you have to do that? That's what he said. He said, it was misleading. That was not my career. That was one season against him or something like this. But I want – all right, so here, before we get into the calls, since you are adamant about – or since we're having this conversation, what is the good? If this is the bad – what is the bad and what is the good of Scott Fitter? And why is it that people are giving him grace? Because of the question marks around how much control Matt Rule actually had. You know, okay. I, think, I think there's, we just don't know enough, but we also have to acknowledge that Matt Rule was not in the, you know, was not the one that made the final numbers. Like he wasn't the numbers guy. He wasn't writing the contracts. He wasn't pulling the trigger on the draft. He was just a contributor. And, and you know, the person who had to do that was Scott Fitterer, right, with with any of the people that we had. As much as you want to believe that that Matt Rule was the one calling the league and saying, let's go ahead and draft this guy, it wasn't. Like, it had to be Fitterer who actually called the league and said, hey, listen, this is who we're drafting. 
Right. That's not true. It doesn't have to be that way, does it? I mean, I mean, the Fitter, Fitter as the as the general. He was manager, a cuck his first year. He didn't do shit his first year. He walked in and was like, "Hey, yeah, I'm just why sign to, up? To why sign up to be a cuck?" That well, that was that, my that criticism the whole better. fucking time about this shit. Well, welcome to the party, bro. But dude, okay, so then welcome you have to, to the party. We should have. You have should to have. Fi- I've been telling you guys, there's a process when you bring in a head coach. You always you hand you bring in the GM first. The GM then concertedly hires their head coach. So then you can't say later on like this. Oh well, if I had a better head coach, these roster moves would have worked right. And all of this, they live to got together, they die together. They're handcuffed. When you fire one, you fire both. And we did yeah. it out of order. We 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 fucking yeah. hired Matt Rule. With Marty Herney you as a hire your GM before right? you hire your coach. Has and there ever then there's no manager should no. have a say so in the coach that you hire. But th- didn't that what we did? No, no. no. Not, what do you mean, Herney and the meatballs? Don't you remember Herney no, no, and the no, no, meatballs? No, no, no. Who who did Scott Fitterer hire? Frank Reich. No, no. Tepper hired you. No, Tepper's no, no, wife no, no, hired no, no. Frank no, Reich. You, sure, but my point being is. Scott Fitterer has never hired a head coach. Well, he's been part of the process. The rank, the Frank Reich process, yeah. but not Matt yeah. Rule. So that's the point. Fair, you that you hired point, the initial you, you hired Scott Fitterer, and now he has made his hire as far as a head coach that the obviously the owner was a part of. So I mean, to that point, but yes. then you have all this lingering shit that we're talking about, and then we don't know. Right. Like we got all of this. We don't know. Is it fucking fitter or this? We don't have um a, a like. Are they just getting rid of rules players too? Yes. And rules did clear. this to the Rivera yeah. crew too. Let's not be, you know, this is common practice in the NFL when there's a new regime. What has Fitter done good though? Cody, um, I mean, well, because I mean, he has it, done good. I think the right. first round pick securing that out of nowhere when we thought we were going to lose the first round pick, uh, I would say the coaching staff, we have to give credit for that. Everybody's been really big on the coaching staff. Thomas Brown, Giro Rivera, obviously Frank Wright, Deuce Staley, uh, you know, James okay, Cannon yeah. is still here. I mean, like, call well, like all the coaches they interview for head jobs, somehow they taught them to be an assistant. Yeah. Well, and then you also <laughs> have to add Tepper into the equation. Because he's a multi-billionaire that was willing to open up the pocketbook bigger than other teams were able to. That's why we were able yeah, to get so many fucking names. Don't be coaches. a pussy billionaire. Come on. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to compliment him for that Pay shit. For your own I am not, not going to compliment Tepper for spending money. Imagine if you went to dinner, if Tepper like invited us out to dinner, and we're like, oh, shit, David Tepper invited us out to dinner. And then he wanted us to pick up our own checks. I, feel I like- would be like, fuck you, man. We would have yeah. ate at damn Longhorn, not at wherever we're at, Ruth Chris yeah. or wherever the hell fuck we're at right now. But I feel like Fitterer, you know, the fact that he is such a cooperative type of guy is that he's not really assert- assertive enough to be a leader on a specific move. So, for example, if he had a specific worry about the wide receiver core, then maybe he pushes a little bit harder to make, uh, you know, to go out and sign DeAndre Hopkins. However, he's so collaborative and he's so considerate of what everyone else wants to do, the coaches, 
He wants to make everything a joint effort. I think that's a blessing and a curse because while he's able to team up with, you know, different people and hear different people's opinions, I feel like he doesn't have that zest for talent evaluation and being the leader to say, no, I'm in charge of building this roster. I see a hole right here and I'm going to be the one to make sure that I disagree. I disagree with this because this is acting like he hasn't been aggressive. You went out there, you did that. You went and moved up, got your quarterback. You didn't bait. You didn't get bait. You went with Bryce Young. You assembled your staff and then you went out and you got Miles Sanders, like uh, Kevin saying in the chat, Hayden Hurst, Adam Thielen, right? You put some pieces on this Von Bell. Come on, the Von Bell. That's a great signing right there. Right. It's like, if anything, you know what? Is that three, you know yet, what? Two in, months in ago, theory, you wouldn't have been yeah. saying this. What, what group has he failed us at? Uh, Justin Houston, you got it at the end. I don't know if it's going to work. If anything, it's like this is, I think maybe our expectations of this season are to win now. ish They all look good at the time until we see them happen. So yeah, I'm hoping that Vaughn Bell is incredible this year. I'm hoping that all the, all the players that that you mentioned are incredible, but we we were very complimentary of the CJ Henderson trade when it happened. Because of where he was drafted, because it was no, a because player, because but it has not because JC Horn got hurt. That was a desperation move that didn't cost anything. Eh, it cost Dude, something. we just cut a fourth round pick. So you're trying to tell me trading a third round pick for a guy who's played three seasons for you is is not like is you you didn't get your money's worth. I mean, we have like not just been, because just because you, CJ Henderson has not lived up to the expectations that you draft nerds set at the beginning, doesn't mean that that's a bad trade. No, he also Dan Arnold. What the fuck has he done? He got no, cut from the Jaguars. No, CJ Henderson has failed to live up to basic expectations. Man, well, then looked, you know what? Your head coach don't great. know what he's talking about because he said he's looked great this preseason. Yeah, so far, this preseason, I'm talking about the time. I think we're too hard on CJ. I think we're way too hard on CJ. I think this is first season. I think his first CJ, season, I, they just threw oh. him in there into a fucking desperate group of people, you know, and said good luck to you. I think that, again, that you come with the stigma of where you were drafted at. And uh, I think this is like, it turns out that CJ Henderson was just overdrafted. That's it. Mm. He's just overdrafted. If he was a third round pick and he's playing like this, you wouldn't fucking be like that. But we didn't pay a third round. We didn't pay a first one. We paid a third. We just gave a third. Think of him as a third round draft. It doesn't matter because we didn't get a third. If you're out there getting your ass whipped, we gave Dan Arnold in a third. Shit. That's more he than a third. Playing well. he has Dan Arnold's well. been cut, bro. Dan Arnold even on a team. Sure, but my point being, we could go get Dan Arnold right now for but, a dollar and a bag of here's, chips. Here's the thing: if there, if if C.J. Henderson plays the way that he plays right now, right? He's a starter on this team, and he plays the way he has this year or the past two years. He's not good enough to be on a roster. He's not a starter on this team right now, is he's, he? No, who, he's a backup. Yes. It's Dante no, no, and. It's corner one is uh, J.C. Horn. Corner two is Dante. Yeah. 
And then you don't start three corners in the game. We're going to play two safeties, Von Bell. We're going to play Xavier Woods. We're going to have Jeremy Chin start, and we're going to have – I mean, yeah, think of the 11 to- on defense. All right, so let's go – we'll start. We'll go Derek Brown, Tuttle, and who's the third uh, big boy? No, you're going to put on the – Burns is going to be standing up, right? So you're going to have Derek Brown and Tuttle, potentially, right? Brian Burns and Justin Houston, that's four. Then you say this, you could say, uh, who's five? Let's do the, we'll do Frankie Louvu. We'll do Shaq Thompson, right? That's six. We've got five more players to go. Jeremy Chin, Xavier Woods, Bond Bell, J.C. Horn, and Dante Jackson. So E.J. Henderson's if, a backup. If you, all right, then that's it. Then that goes even worse against Federer. Why? If, if Why? You needed a corner backup. then? You needed no. a corner at that? We no, didn't no, have no. – J.C. Horn went down, no, dude. You're doing, you're doing, you're not trading for a player that's just a temporary fix. We were 3-0 and o at that round. point. No, we thought – we were 3-0 no, and o at that point. No, J.C. Horn got hurt, and they thought that this is that if we don't address this position group – we could squander this moment. Do you not remember that? We started three and zero with Sam Darnold. JC Horn breaks corner. his foot, so, and we go. They oh, they had no. They thought they had another shutdown corner on the opposite no. side of JC Horn. No, it was yes, a desperation did. side. That's no, that's what he was drafted by the Jaguars to do. He has. But not we didn't draft him to do that, though. homie. All right, here's the first round pick. Here's but the we other didn't one. draft. It doesn't matter. You're yes, it does. For a first round pick. All right. But so if we trade it for Trey Lance right now, would you go, oh, fuck it, a first round pick? Zach Wilson, oh, he's a first round pick. No, the people that drafted him got a first round pick. Did the Cowboys trade for a first round pick? No, no, no. but he's also not expected to be this. Like, he came in. Here's the thing CJ Henderson came in and he did not play well. Like that's the bottom yeah. line. He did not he came well. in on week four. He no, came it, from Urban Meyer Tony, to the Tony, Panthers in the middle believe, of the season. Do you believe he went from Henderson Urban Meyer? He went from Matt Urban Tony, Meyer to oh, Matt no, Rule. Tony, do you believe CJ Henderson has played as uh, played well at cornerback in the past two years? Because he's had two years on this on this team. No, I don't, but you know what? He has nobody's played well on this team in the last two years. So tell me well, who has played oh, well on this team. Yeah, no, no, it's not. Tell me that's who has played well on this team. DJ, you know, you know CJ Henderson has been a liability. Burns, Derek Brown, DJ First of all, people back. were all Come shitting on, on Derek Brown until last year. Let's not hear that. No, we have been a shitty team. For these, so no, you can't be like that. I mean, what I'm saying is this: is do I think CJ Henderson is ideal? No, but as a back, you can't say, oh, that's a, you think that's a bad, it's a stain. No, no, let's go back to where we're really going back to. Is CJ Henderson a significant stain on Scott Fitter's record? That's what you said. I don't think he's a significant stain on Scott uh, Scott Fitter's resume. Okay, what about him to be a backup, Tony? If you're saying that he's a backup, then yes, that is a failed trade. Every day of the week. Well, he was a starter right. for two years. Here we go. We'll throw this one out here. I think this might be the one that pushes us over the edge. Scott Fitterer signed Cam Irving. Yeah, and Michael Jordan signed him twice. Two different times. We have to start putting some of the blame on Fitter. And Tony, you know, 
I have been. Well, see that. I think you can lead with that. I think you should lead with that. I don't think you should lead with CJ Henderson. I think Denzel Perryman, my question, but how about this? Was Denzel Perryman was his, his getting out of here and then go and have a pro bowl year. Was that Matt rule? Or was that Scott Finner? That's, I mean, it it feels like Matt rule was an egomaniac and personal. Well, the thing is, is that there's, there's one person that could have, Stop that. And that was David Tepper. Look, as Rock Jones says this, Tony, if you're on the Henderson train, you better buy travel insurance. This is where I think where we have to go back to the origin of this conversation, though. And we're trying to figure out what the positives and negatives of Scott Fitterer have has been as a GM. And we're trying to extricate that from the the villain of Matt Rule. And all I'm saying is this, is that if your first thing that you go to is Scott Fitter has been a, is a stain on his resume is CJ Henderson. I think that's, I think that's just like you just taking a shot at a guy that who's visually had some bad plays. I don't think we overpaid for him. He was in a bad situation. Like, I really think this is that you gave away a tight end that you didn't really care about. You gave away a pick that you're going to cut. We just okay. cut our fourth round pick. Did we really lose much with that? If that's so, his worst move, that's his worst move. CJ Henderson? No, no. Okay. That's no, just one no of many. You're, okay, you're one of many. So, Next was so, Michael Jordan, Cam Irvin. The other was Next. Sam Sam Darnold and picking up his fifth year option without seeing him play a snap on this offense. Um, the other would be trading Baker for Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Um, and, and then, you know, the, you know, again, we want to look at this, the, the, the drafting of, uh, of Matt Corral last year. I know there's plenty of people that want, I, I don't know what we saw in the preseason going to keep him on the roster or not, who knows, but you know, there's, it just seems like he's been chasing his tail when it comes to the quarterback. He's been chasing his tail when it comes to a lot of other positions in this, uh, on this, uh, team. And so I, I think Scott, Fitter, there's, there's some positives, right? There's some negatives, but at the end of the day, Scott Fitterer, Ed has some blame, right? And, Let me ask and this. Let me ask this now the bat daddy's in the room, and I'll ask this to all three of you. Is Fitterer's job on the line this year? Yes. Um, I would honestly say no. Yeah, I think, uh, for, uh, the, for, for, for Just simply for the fact that we drafted Bryce Young. Now, here's the thing. If Bryce Young ends up being the guy for the next 12 years and Scott Fitterer is the guy that not only drafted yeah. him but made the moves to move up to draft him, could do no wrong. Yeah. He's untouchable. I don't yeah. give a shit what you like did. Marty Herney hey, drafted no. first round picks. You know hold how on, many times on. that saved Marty Herney? No, yeah. no. He drafted Cam Newton and got fired very quickly after that. He yeah, but Luke. he could have. But he, he also tired. drafted for eight years earlier than that, Cam. too. Well, we're already three years into a Fitterer uh, run, and he still hasn't made a successful team at this point in time. Yeah, but you keep fucking sucking off his first round picks and J.C. Horn and Derek Brown and then now we did Bryce the same Young thing about uh, Marty Herney and sucked off. Oh, I, you know round. what? You guys only talk shit about Marty Herney. Yeah, because it sucked. No. He never picked up anyone else. I'm with Greg. I think he gets Look. one more year. I think that the Frank Reich is Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. I think Scott Fitterer is Mr. Nice Guy, and these guys are, oh, we can work together and figure this out. And I no, think I, that I, I think that uh, lack of ego probably makes that room comfortable for all those dudes. We did yeah, trade for I, Mayfield, by the way, villain trucker. Well, I, I'm just saying, if you're the guy who you drafted that was Manny, fucking... if you're the guy who drafted Tom Brady, if you're the guy who drafted you know, uh, Drew Brees, any of these guys, 
you're gonna that's gonna be that's a that's a huge mark on your resume. No matter what you've done, it's a hundred times not whatever you've done bad. And everybody you're really misses. gonna hold everybody Baker against misses, this dude. You know, you're gonna hold Baker against this dude when Matt Rule comes in, cuts Cam. Signs Teddy Bridgewater to a sixty million dollar three year deal. Cuts him the following year. Matt Federer comes in the day before the draft. They come and do that. Is that and then Matt Rule knew he was fighting for his job. He was doing everything to get a quarterback from Deshaun Watson to Matt Stafford to all of this. You think that Scott Federer was like, "Let's go to the fucking mattresses over Baker Mayfield"? No, he's fucking sitting there going. Matt Rule says I can't have a I can't succeed without a quarterback, and they That's went and chased. And tra- right? It's like, come on, why, why, why are you signing? Well, when you make on- seven times as much as the dude, Matt Rule was making sixty four million dollars, dude. You think that like who has the bigger dick in that room financially? David not Tepper. was making well true made they get paid yeah, even if right. they get fired. Right. So I just made feel like sixty four million dollars. Yeah. I um I I just I don't know. I feel like a lot of these guys look like rule people. Sure, I mean we we saw it with the, the how many temple players there were, and uh, I mean there was definitely nephew. I mean, frankly, Luva was from but, temple. But Tony, uh, but I think where the disconnect is is you're you're saying that because they're rule people, that that extends the grace period that we're to give Fitterer, even to. though. Even though he has his names on all of those players that that were mentioning, you know, I so, feel like no, I can say me, that well, since I said we no, should have fired is, him last year. This is I my, call for all these motherfuckers. No, to look, be fired. this is my opinion. I think Federer, if, if we do not have a good year this year, yeah, I think Federer is probably out the door. And you know what? I think he gets I, one more I, and and you know what? I think the general manager is probably already there, and his name is Dan Morgan. And I've been calling that name. <sighs> forever i don't know i've looked at i think that's nostalgia i think i think so so i've decided that's nostalgia i wanted it but did you hear him talk it wasn't like he was like oh all he has ever done is move up and up and up and now to the point where they're having press conferences where Dan Morgan is at the table. Or maybe he's just trailing da- maybe he's just trailing Scott Fitterer because he was in Seattle and now he's in Carolina. No, maybe he's, he's just riding. Leader, man. He's played linebacker in the NFL. By the way, white chocolate. Oh, don't act- worry. We know little white chocolate little. to uh shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> white chocolate uh with the one ninety nine says Bryce, Mingo, and Zavala, all rookies that are starting. And, I mean, yeah, you drafted them high enough and they should. Uh, so that's one thing. Listen, there are a list of good things and bad things that you can say about Federer. The only thing I'm saying is that this leeway grace period where oh, everything that was ever done was Matt Rule, and now Federer can have none of the blame because he's made a few moves that we really agreed with. It's like, no, nah, that's that's like an unfair assessment. At oh, point. I don't think he's blameless. That's- I just think that you are too ready to just say to throw the baby out with the bathwater at this point. Yeah, I and think he's not- I'm not throwing out Nav- the baby with the bathwater. Navigating the shittiest situation in the world is commendable. Yeah, and he's not blameless by any means. But I remember specifically when Matt Rule was in here and everybody was all gung-ho for Matt Rule. It was all about Matt Rule had the final say on everything. Everything. It was in everything. his contract, dude. Everything. 
So now that Matt Rule's gone and we're seeing some things, we can't can't be like, well, maybe he didn't have the final say on all this the years. No, he got the Matt But he got you the truth. Here's the difference, yeah. right? We were yes, picking he, nine. He, he and th- that's where I'm saying he's got this year to see what this team does. If it makes progress, then he's still here. But if we don't make progress, then you've got to put that on Fitter. We've Here's made that. progress. And we got a fucking quarterback. No, we, the no, we don't not know over. what we we don't know what it progress we made. That's we right. have to Greg, see what this I'm ready. Holds. Greg, you're you we, are I agree. saying we're going to win eleven games, Cody. Two weeks ago, right. you were saying we're going to win eleven games. Right, but we're also saying we want to see how the year <laughs> plays out really before we're promising that he's going to be able to actually keep his job. So well, my point being, Greg, you had talked, you had said that he, uh, you know, he didn't have say. It was Matt Rule. He accepted the job knowing that. Well, you have to. You can't say yeah. no. You can't yes, you say can. no to these opportunities. No, they don't come. You know what, Joe Brady? Do you guys remember when we were talking about should Joe Brady go take the job or whatever? And you're like, oh, but well, maybe he could wait a year. No. Like, you just take the job. You'd be like, oh, you could get better circumstances. Mm. Fuck that. You only the timing and all of that. You just take it. You hope it works, and if it doesn't, you cash your fucking check and you fail upwards. Well, can, can I ask how come? Like, well, let me ask this first. Like tonight, I, I would say that players and coaches have more to do with the immediate results of winning and losing games than GMs do. Would you not agree? As a, mm. as a, on a, there's a winning the battle and winning the war. The coaches, winning the battle. Right, they win the battle, and you win, but the winning GMs the war is win winning the battles. war. Well, here's my question, though: Why do coaches and players get get a grace period because it's a new coaching staff or you're a rookie? But whenever a GM has a rookie or a new coaching staff, they don't get said grace period. We do give him. He's got three years of a grace period already. Yeah, he's got a brand new Rick, coaching Rick, staff, entire coaching staff, and a rookie quarterback. So wouldn't that be a at, new grace Rick, period? The, I think you guys is, just want to find no, somebody no, no, to be no, mad no, no, at. No, 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 no. The difference is you're asking us to discard the first three years of Fitter and everything that he did We're just not. because Matt Rule was here. Yeah, that is no, what you're doing. We got Bryce you're, Young. You're, I think he navigated those things pretty well. We're looking at the glass half empty. We had We're a seven-win season last year. We had a seven-win season and fired our coach mid-year, and you're trying to tell us. How about this? Oh, here. Send you, all right, if we're just dismissing him, all we have said on this podcast is that this isn't the worst team in the league. We got the first-round pick, but we're not the worst team in the league. And we never said it when was I told you this, either. when I told you guys this, we didn't have a true, true top elite player on this team. You fucking chastised me about everything about the Brian Burns and all of this. No, you're trying to now say that this squad isn't built well. No, that is not no, what I'm trying to no. okay. literally Cody, not what the said players saying. Well then well then what has he done wrong then? We haven't said, we said that he's he hasn't got a track record of success and this is his year to prove it. And if and he doesn't prove are, it this and year, there are bad moves that you can attribute to him. Okay, Baker so May, uh, Baker Mayfield has his name on it. Sam Darnold has his name on it. Letting go of Hassan Reddick has his name on it. Letting go of Stefan Gilmore has his name on it. Like it, it goes on and on. Like we're not we're not about to discount all those things. Just because Matt Rule was here the whole time. I'm not saying that he's done a terrible job, but to say that his job is not on the line this year, that's naive in my opinion. Here is where your argument is collapses on itself right here. Collapse on itself. 
if Bryce Young wins six games, you guys say that's a good year. Is that a good year for for Fitterer to win six games? Bam. Oh, go. wow. Go. Well, that, you know, everybody's fired, Greg. You know, if we win six games, everybody's fired. A terrible GM Greg. and a fantastic quarterback the GM drafted. So it's what great, happens? If we win six games and Bryce that. Young looks great, what does it say for Fitterer? Well, listen, it's a great that you said that because Jay Thomas donated four ninety nine. It says, where do you guys set the bar on an acceptable season? 500? Seven games. Uh, that's, mm. that, that's, that's my number. I can, I can make an argument where I can come on this podcast after a seven-win season and say there is fu- there's a future for this team. I want seven Under seven, I'm getting nervous. Receiver. I need yeah, I, I'm with Greg on this one. I, I mean, want eight or nine. Yeah. No, I mean, eight or nine, I think we walk out of here and say that's a great year. Uh, if we go five hundred, uh, if we go nine, if we go five hundred, dude, we haven't gone five hundred in five years. I need more wins than last <laughs> like, season for what we gave up. I need more wins, not just one more. Right. Win. Okay. I need if more we're the wins same, than yeah. wins. No, I, I mean, agree. so I'm okay with that, but that's where I think seven. We could make an argument for no, like, hey, I mean, we don't we need to, year. we don't need to blow up the whole team. You know what I'm saying? I think if we win five games this year, I'm questioning Frank Reich. I'm questioning the Scott Fitter. I'm questioning, every, you know, and and some of it's how you win five games. So if Bryce Young is the, out there playing hero ball and our defense is giving up 35 points a game, then I'm not going to be like he's, you know, everybody is going to be under the line of fire. But for me, I feel like is if we get to seven, it's not ideal. I'm not saying it's ideal. I'm just saying I could make an argument that we are we can incrementally improve after that. I think if we get to eight, you can it's easier to make that. Nine, we're heading in the right direction. Ten, we're out of the fucking world. Right. But I think under seven, I'm nervous everywhere. I'm fucking shaking in my boots. But my question here is if Bryce Young wins six games and he looks phenomenal in all in in all six wins and even half the losses. We still only won six games. Well, is, that's fine. Scott then we got Fitter our quarterback still on Fuck the hot it. seat for you. Yes, then he we is. win six, and Bryce Young looks great. Yes. Okay. Then he's because on that the hot seat. Even the truth. Even even well, with the, no, here's the thing. Actually, you might be right, Greg. You might be right. No, saying, no, he's not because here's the. It's not. It's it's very. I think it's pretty basic. If if Bryce Young looks great, then we failed everywhere else. You can't, you can't, well, you know you what? We'll say this. No, you know what? We'll walk no out of here Bryce and we'll say this. We've got, failed everywhere we've got a break. Garbage receivers. Sorry, you just, but you we just we'll said walk, that we would possible. win six games with only that. That right. doesn't No, He's right. saying Bryce looks very good in the wins and even looks good in the losses, but we only get six wins. So right. you come, you walk out of the season disappointed about the win total. You walk out of the season, though, very optimistic about. Bryce Young, much yeah. like you were with that's Cam what, Newton. That's what Anthony said too with the five dollars. He said the acceptable season is Bryce Young improves week to week. He also says Fitter can suck his not sack. Okay, but I also think that that's that's understandable. But I, I I'm on Greg's team on this one. Like no, up seven You're wins. Flip flopping. No, I I have never said that the same amount of wins. Oh, that's acceptable. I've never said that. They better With a rookie quarterback, a complete they, they, retool on the defense. No, yeah, serious? seven games is not. Yes, yeah, serious. Seven games. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's we did that last season. I didn't. Yeah, which well, first of all, it was like a miraculous. Maybe you should well, give Scott end. Fitter or some of that credit for building a roster that can actually win seven mm-hmm. games despite well, having fucking Matt Rule as their coach. Okay, but I mean, still, I mean, again, no one's uh, you're, you're taking my argument out of context. We're not saying that Fitter is trash and that he hasn't done good things. We're just saying that he has a resume of a lot of good and a lot of bad as well, and that you can't discard one for the other anymore. And after this year, like, let's say they do win seven. Like, yeah, at that point, you have to at least be wondering whether or not you have the guy that is drafting the right players if right. none of your draft picks are working out. Let's take some calls. The number's 252-228-5098. We need you guys to get in on this conversation. How much of the, the – where are the fingerprints? Who is the – Who's the number one suspect in these problems that the Carolina Panthers face? The optimism we have going forward. Do you believe in Scott Fitter? Are you like the hire of Matt, of Frank Wright? Does that lend to him going up and getting Bryce Young? Or, or is C.J. Henderson, uh, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold's fifth-year option, are those enough uh, – is that enough evidence to – to play some of the blame or a lot or a significant noteworthy blame on Scott Fitter. The number's 252-228-5098. We'd love to hear what you thought about the cuts. Who's next? Are we done? Or is this our team? Cody, let's go into the calls. So what are your thoughts on catcalling? Yeah, it's pretty You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good. Like Bro, I don't even want to. I don't want to go and give up all these draft picks to get a quarterback that when we already have a more physically capable quarterback on the roster with the stronger arm. Oh, here we go. Talking about. Just listen. Just pay attention. He's taller. He ran for like 10 touchdowns in college, so he's mobile. Nah, nah, nah. Matt Crow's about to get his butt mat cut. And, oh, this was from our post game. And, and Bryce, who is the GOAT, Tony, all right? And I'll just keep him the GOAT and him the GOAT only from now on when we speak on that. Yeah, you do give everybody the contact. Uh, that was a call from our late show on Friday, I think, or Saturday, Friday night. Um, you know, maybe, to be honest, we talked about some of the surprises on the roster or the, some of the surprise cuts. I thought Matt Corral making the roster was a surprise. And that makes me ask is, as we saw kickers on the move around the league, some people were saying, are we going to deal that guy that was helping us kick, yep. right? You see um, Lutz go from the Saints to join Sean Payton in Denver. You see, I think Nick Folk went from the Patriots to Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Browns had to get a new kicker because their kicker hasn't made a kick in a year, and he was posting Instagram photos of himself at halftime. The Carolina Panthers are sitting there, and we're walking into – think about this. We're walking into this season with seven wide receivers, five tight ends, and three quarterbacks on a 53-man mm. roster. The Patriots let go of um, 
what's his name? Zappy Bailey, Bailey Zappy, whatever the fuck. Yeah, ba- Bailey Zappy. Everybody thought he was about to replace uh, Matt Jones. Remember, he had five touchdowns last year uh, in, a, in a game or some shit while Matt Jones was hurt or whatever. Um, the Patriots only have one quarterback on their roster, and that's Matt Jones. I was thinking about this is why keep Matt Corral? You didn't really get any trade value for him. I mean, you couldn't get any trade value. Are the Carolina Panthers just going to meander through the first three weeks and wait for a quarterback to get hurt on a team that they believe has a shot or something? And is Andy Dalton the guy we ship out? I mean, that's a that's an interesting uh, – I want to hear your thought because I don't think that there's a shot that he's off of this team. I think he's going to be here to mentor uh, Bryce Young the entirety of this uh How many mentors do you need? You got Frank Reich. You got uh, McCown. You know, is that, and we knew that Andy Dalton thought he had a little gas in the tank still, right? We saw that from the blueprint episodes where they convinced him to come here because ultimately I think it was because of the coaching staff and the McCown. And I think Andy Dalton probably is working his way towards being a quarterback's coach or something in the future, but do the Carolina Panthers, I mean, like, do, that, do they hold to that agreement? Is it wild to think that, look, is that Bryce Young, They th- we look at him, we say he's far more advanced than we were even anybody in many ways expected. There's no way that Bryce Young is going to seed the job unless you just need a guy to come in there for one or two games. That's all Andy Dalton is going to help you with. If Bryce Young goes down to enter injury, it's tank, baby. It's tank, tank, tank. And about next year with all that salary cap and getting a pick potentially, which we don't have a first round, is the trade. Look, all I'm saying is this. Matt Corral has no trade value, and he's on our team. Yeah, I, I agree, but I, I kind of disagree with the Andy Dalton thing. I think Andy Dalton's going to be there, and I don't think that if Bryce Young goes down, it's tank. What if Bryce Young goes through the first six games and he wins four, and we're four and two, right? Then he goes down. Then your backup is Andy Dalton, who, look at the rest of the league. Andy Dalton, Derek Carr, who's in Atlanta? Uh, Desmond Ritter. Such a Desmond short Ritter. term and then look, Baker though, Mayfield. We're not going to do I think shit, with, but I'm, I'm just saying, I think with Andy Dalton, if you have a few wins under your belt, you're not looking at tank. I think you could still win the division with Andy Dalton. I don't know if you could with okay. Matt Corral. But I think Andy Dalton is a solid backup. Yeah, I, as as someone who has been a staunch Matt Corral supporter, I don't think there's any way in hell that they're trading Andy Dalton. Right Why now. did we keep Corral? Then I guess is my question. Well, but so Frank Wright did a press conference today, and they talked about it, and he really wouldn't comment on the long term future of Matt Corral. Now Matt Corral was asked some questions, and he seemed to be in great spirits. Uh, happy about being on the team, about continuing to learn. He seemed happy about his place on the team. But uh, one of the things that he said right now is uh, all 32 NFL teams are wondering what to do with the third quarterback on their roster and how many they do and don't want to carry relative because to other could positions. could be San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. so they're, they're, man. they're, they're having this. Them. No, you said shut up. That's a legit thing, Tony. Quarterbacks, we played fucking four of them last year. What are you saying? We're going to believe we have a playoff team. We're going to believe that we're competing for the NFC 
uh, conference championship. And the only thing that kept us out was the fact that Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, all these guys were hurt. No, we don't really think, look, we're sitting here going seven, eight, nine wins, dude. That's for a team like mm. the fucking 49ers. That's not for us. It doesn't matter. You would have a situation where you know that you've had a bunch of quarterbacks start for you last year. You hired or you drafted an undersized, you know, theoretically, right? The undersized quarterback. You know, I don't see them pitching off Dalton. They, they're, they're never going to tank like that. Oh, Bryce is done. So not a tank. Is it's not a tank. It's Bryce Younger yeah. bust, I think, is what my point is. But How the, crazy is it they have more quarterbacks now on the roster to be able to prevent stuff like San Fran last year from one time happening, but the game is more catered to protect the quarterback than it ever has been. I I think and it then, is, we now have three I think it's reactionary. I think yeah. that I, I think this is that you should carry two quarterbacks. You should carry two you believe in, and if you get hurt, if your number one gets hurt and it becomes significant, then you start thinking about adding a guy to become the third, maybe a vet, maybe something is this. I don't think you go in and you say, well, here, let's prepare for fucking doomsday. We're preppers now. We're preppers and quarterbacks are the fucking Campbell soup. Yeah, but you're also, yeah, you're not going to get rid of your preparations, though, if you're if you're a prepper. Uh, I wanted to make sure I didn't miss (laughs) this Uh, stats uh, with the two dollars says, do we now have six tight ends? Like I said earlier, I think we have five. Well, yeah, we have five, and I think that's going to be the position that if we end up making more moves, one of those tight ends is going to be the bottom of the barrel on that one. All right, let's go to the next call. Hey, this is Panther Pickle. Listen, I want to shout out to all the Panther fans out there who are upset because the guy that they wanted didn't make the cut. Well, don't fear. You don't know what tomorrow brings. This is Tuesday. You don't know what Wednesday brings. Now, understand some of them guys will likely be available when we build a practice squad. You'll know how much the coach likes them or dislikes them when they didn't, when the gift they made the practice squad. I know. I like Cody Jones. I wanted him. I thought he was would make a good outside linebacker. He didn't make the cut. But, you know, such is life. I think you but also, some of these drafts no, the last oh. few years that didn't make the cut, guess what? They shouldn't have been drafted where they were drafted because they never had the, the – the, they never had – they should have never been drafted. I don't want to say talent. I started to. But they have talent. But do they have the talent to start right away? Apparently not. But well, along with talent, you got to have brains. You gotta have a desire and a heart. If you ain't got all three to go together, you're just a funky on the field. That's right. You're just <laughs> a funky on the field. Keep pounding, and if you still don't like it, shut the hell up and get over it. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh man, that was one to pick my favorite pickle calls right Yeah, there. that was awesome. Great job, pickle. The number's two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Let's go to Anthony and Charlotte. What's up, C three? It's Anthony from Charlotte. Uh, just walking around campus right now after class and checking Twitter all day. And, man, I'm very disappointed. Okay, I'm very disappointed. Listen, I have recently been questioning this coaching staff and especially Scott Fitter for the moves they've been making. I've been saying no matter how good Bryce Young is this season, 
he is not going to be able to carry this team. It is not ready to compete. First off, Scott Pitter decides to cut all the fucking depth pieces that we brought in this offseason, besides for like two of them, and then all he does is he trades for a, a practice squad type of guy from the Chiefs. Like, dude, he's not making moves that are equivalent to winning this year. He says he wants to win, but the truth is we have zero depth. In Like, we have by far the worst depth in the league. It has to be top five worst. I don't know what else to say about it. I am pissed right now. Like, I get people are saying, saying it's not Scott's fault. Matt had the final say. Okay, for example, you draft Brandon Smith, who hasn't even gotten a chance to see the field in the regular season. He was a fourth-round pick, and you're already parting ways with him? Does that mean that Scott Fitter in that draft room last year was not even high, uh, confident on the own pick that he had to have signed off on, that he had to do a little research on the guy if you're going to draft him? That's a fourth-round pick. That's not even a sixth or seventh rounder. This goes back to my whole thing about how we can't draft and develop players in the later rounds. I'm starting to get real worried, man. It's like, dude, if you want Bryce Young to succeed here, succeed here over time, you need to do what the exact opposite of what this franchise did for Cam. You need to build around him. It's a new aged era. It's just crazy to me, man. I'm pissed off. Like, we have zero depth at all. Like, we our starting nose tackle is some random dude that literally came from play one of the guys that tried out for the team. Like, I get people think this coaching staff is really smart, and I want to believe it is. But these moves are not are not moving the needle for me at all. And if people want us to compete in the off season, I mean, not the off season. If people want us to compete, then it's like, dude. You need to you need to keep these depth pieces around. We have no depth anywhere, and the, the only solid alignment like Justin McCray and those guys. How did they get cut over Cam fucking Irving? It makes no sense. I'm calling right back in. Yeah, Cam Irving did go on to get cut after that, but listen, I've I've just laid out some of the reasons why we should be, you know, criticizing. Fitterer. I'm not quite to the level of Anthony where it's like, uh, everything, everything that he's done is a fireable offense. I don't know how else we were supposed to upgrade right. the wide receiver core. I mean, you bring in Miles Sanders as a running back, had almost 13, uh, almost uh, 1,300 rushing yards. And then you brought in the best wide receivers that you could possibly bring in, right? That it was possible for the Panthers to acquire. Where I do think you're able to cast legitimate criticism on on him now is the viability of his draft picks and the free agent signings. There's been a lot of short-term guys and a lot of guys that are flat out not on the team anymore. And if you're not able to draft well, then, I mean, you're kind of dead on arrival. All right, um, look, Anthony's got more to say. He's upset about Deion Jones. Hey, guys, it's Anthony from Charlotte. It's me again. Man, I'm just, I, I, like I said in my last call, I'm frustrated and confused. Like, I, I don't even know, man. You don't, I, it makes no sense. Did Deion Jones get cut because he wasn't good enough? Like, Eric Rowe, all these guys that we brought in, which we thought could be solid depth pieces. Like, this is the problem with our team. We are so front-heavy. 
like top heavy. We are so top heavy on this team. If like three or four players get injured on the defensive side of the ball, that defense goes from around like 15 to 16 to like 26 or 27. Like we are relying so heavily on these guys because we don't know how to draft for shit. And if this season Bryce Young puts up great stats and can't win games because the defense sucks or the offensive line's holding up or the shitty excuse for receivers that Scott Fitter put around this dude, I want his ass fired. There's no excuses for this anymore. You can't pull the Matt Rule card because Matt Rule had the final stay on the roster, and guess what? He's drafted the only great players on this team so far. Besides for Brian Burns, he drafted Jeremy Chin. He drafted Derek Brown. He drafted J.C. Horn. He drafted Akima Kwanu. Yes, Scott Fitter drafted Bryce Young. Well, boo fucking who? That was the most obvious pick. Of course, at some point, we're like, oh, we need a quarterback. We're not going to run it back with Sam Darnold. Like, no shit, we had to trade up to get Bryce Young. If that's the only thing that's going to keep his career together, then you better hope he gets help around this dude because it cannot be Cam Newton 2.0. We need to support our quarterback. If I don't know why these guys can't learn from what they've seen in this in the past of this organization. We can't ask Cam Newton to play hero ball every week. It doesn't work like that. Like, for example, the Chiefs have the best quarterback of all time, and they literally put help around him every year. They redraft offensive linemen. They find receivers that are literally gems, diamonds in the rough. Justin Ross made the 53-man roster. Don't be surprised when he puts up, like, 800 yards this season in his rookie year. It's like we oh, a need guy who's been hurt for two years. I mean, like Terrence Marshall Jr.? Rough. Watch him tear up the league. Okay, well, we're waiting for Terrence Marshall Jr. to tear up the fucking league. Mr. Matt Rule had the final say. It's the worst in the league. Our D tackles, if Shai Tuttle or Derek Brown get hurt, it's the worst in the league. If Brian Burns gets hurt, 34, yes, Justin Houston isn't going to be able to carry the pass rush by himself. It's like, man, and this offensive line has not looked good, and he was cutting the only solid pieces that we signed. Who? That's all I got to say, man. Give me your thoughts Deion on Scott Jones? Fitter and what I just told y'all. I know I came in heated, but I had to get my guess, get that off my chest. Anthony from Charlotte, keep motherfucking pounding, boys. I disagree with this. Is First, we've only got two drafts that we can implicate Scott Fitter in, this one and last year's. He can't be implicated in the previous year because he came in like the day of the draft or right after, right? So it wasn't – he was just there in the room. Uh so you can't like, I mean, he wasn't part of that Jeremy Chin draft at all. I think if anything, a Kwanu might have been, maybe we should give some credit to Fitterer because there were three choices there. Or maybe we don't. Maybe we could have gone Charles Cross. Maybe we could have gone the other dude, the guy that went from Alabama to the Giants or whatever. Um, but that is a good point, though, Tony, that he does make, right? If we want to say that, that Matt Rule was in control of most of those, you know, everything that, that happened at that period in time. Well, then, yeah, you could theoretically give the credit for Derek Brown, J.C. Horn, and Kim McQuanu, all but these guys. But there the were well, no, no other hits, though, Cody. So, like, if you're going to give the credit to Matt Rule for those hits, you also have to discredit him for the other five picks that didn't make it. Because he's really only the only thing the Panthers think about this going back. Tell me a guy outside of Jeremy Chin and Derek Brown that has been drafted, that has been a all of a sudden welcomed into this team as a as a significant piece. 
I don't know if I can think of one. What a player that has walked on to say no, no, that we drafted other than Derek Brown, other than Jeremy Chin, that we drafted. I mean, all right, if you're going to go icky and then you're, we've been, people been talking, we're kind of talking shit. All right. So those three players tell me somebody that we've drafted. So if you're going to say, oh, well, the credit goes to Matt Rule for those three draft picks, then you should also say the discredit or the bad part of the other five draft picks and all those other drafts go to Matt Rule, too. Oh, but they're not Fitterer, right? No, no, but you're giving him – he was giving Matt Rule credit for Derek Brown. He was giving him credit for Jeremy Chen. He wasn't giving yeah. Rule – he wasn't giving Fitterer credit. Right, so if you're going to give Rule, credit, but you're not going to give any credit to Scott Fitterer for – for uh, Derek Brown, you're not going to, or JC, actually, it was uh, JC. Right, we Horn. also do the same thing with uh, Sam Donald and Baker Mayfield. Oh, that was all Matt Rule. Yeah, and it was I no think that fear. was, I think that was, dude. All right, so then you desperation. The that was desperation. The they like, thought they were a quarterback we away. Know, Matt Rule said know. it in every press conference, dude. We thought we were a quarterback away. That's why they chased Deshaun Watson. That's why they trace chase Matt Stafford. By the way, b- 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 Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield were never their first date. The person they asked on the date ever. They were trying to get, they first went after Stafford. Then they tried to go after yep. Watson two years in a row. Yeah. I'm just saying, dude, the, okay. glass, the glass is either half full or it's half empty. Like all, but it can go back and forth on this. I think it's just it, hard to even to even assess him positively or negatively out because of Matt Rule. That's, I guess, where my point is. Is like I am at the, I'm at the so undecided point. I feel like I have to give him the benefit of the doubt for working out some real magic despite the circumstances. Well, apparently, a lot of fans feel the same way you do. I put up a poll in the, in the chat. Uh, is Scott Fitterer's job on the line this year? Uh, and with 50 votes, uh, it's 80% who say no, one more year for him, versus 20% who say absolutely. So we'll All see, right. man. Let's go to the next call. What's up, guys? This is Smooth C from the Electric City. What up? Uh, well, the, what the roster looks like now. Probably not what the roster is going to look like. Maybe tomorrow. Well, definitely by next week when the season starts. So it's, there's probably going to be some changes. That's a good point that we have to. Players yeah, picked no. up here and there. Cam Irvin, gone. Michael Jordan, chicka chicka, gone. Boy, cowboy, cowboy, yeah. Hallelujah. I know. I know. Thank you for that call. Uh, good call. Let's go to the next one. Yo, yo, it's White Chocolate Espresso. Cut day, it's cut day, and a lot of you fans are freaking the fuck out. Like, come on, man, calm down. You know, smoke some weed, pop a Xanax bar, you know, just chill <laughs> out, you know. Or as long as subscribe. I don't care. Listen, anyway, um, so. By your friend, the neighborhood dealer. <laughs> shit for like his late round picks or whatever, and that, oh, he's on the hot seat, he's on the hot seat. Listen, Scott right now has three rookies about to start week one. Bryce Young, Mingo, and the guard. I can't say his fucking name. Savala. NC State. Savala. Like, 
that's three rookies. You're talking to him. Like DJ Johnson will have I'm a have a role in week one. Like he's not probably going to start, but he's going to be in in and out of the lineup. That's four of our rookies. I think we only had like five picks. So I mean, that's pretty fucking good. Um, and we were all expecting Mingo to be great. We expect the guard to be great. We expect Bryce to be great. So I don't know. Anyway, uh. Guys, we need a target. I think we need to go after Hunt, Kareem Hunt. I don't think we're going to get him, but no fuck it, try. One guy who got cut. He's a rookie. Drafted by the Colts in the fifth round. Darius Rush. Cornerback. He was, he got it pick six. I don't know why the Colts cut him, but fuck it, let's get him. And, uh, I think we need to get an actual backup tight end. You know, we have five right now. Um, the quarterback <laughs> out of New England. How do we cut? not have a backup tight end? But we have a million. We only have backup tight ends. That's yeah. the problem. We've got we five have, backup tight ends. We have too many backup tight ends. We got four backup tight ends. Uh, Make one of them be a fullback. Well, Ricci, look, I think Ricci is the most dynamic out of the group. Like, so when they say Ian Thomas is a good blocker, I feel like Ricci, hasn't Ricci been around for a couple of years? Like, kind of just. Hanging out and one of those guys that's always around the practice squad. He's not brand new. Seems like it, yeah. You know, um, kind of reminding you to the degree of the who's the guy you pulled out, uh, Cody, on the Friday show that went to blocking tight end that went to Jacksonville. Dan Arnold. No, um, the other one, the one that was just the blocker. Dan Arnold was the. Oh, uh, Manhurst. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, he hung around for a while. I think Ricci's hung around. Maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like this isn't the first time I've heard Ricci's name. Um, So, I think he can do both. Who knows? Uh, I think one other thing about that was, oh, the five, four-star. Oh, this is what I was going to bring up. You remember when we kind of were a little perplexed that we took a wide receiver in the second round? Right. Yeah. I mean, without Mingo, we would be fucked right now. Well, I think our our situation would be different if that he wasn't available. I think uh I think we would have done some other things. Yeah, we would have probably done some other things. I think DeAndre Hopkins might have been a bigger priority. Maybe we would have thrown money at him that he couldn't refuse. Uh I think there was a, a lot of potential outcomes had things not worked out that way but that's a great I think, point i think mingo being here is going to be a big deal because i mean um if if he and bryce young can get that chemistry as rookies dude like it's that's i'm 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 hopeful i, I still have hope for tmj but i think we've all kind of cooled on him since he got injured in his uh his preseason didn't necessarily even look very um meaningful Meaningful, no, yeah. memorable, memorable. How about that? Memorable, Actually, it yeah. wasn't memorable. It was one game, and he didn't do anything. He played yeah. in the first week of the preseason, and bam, we have been. I held out on this. I was, I was trying to ward off fucking Cody's two years of how great TMJ is, and I finally said, "Man, I'm going to get in this and expect now the new coaching regime and all this, and it's going to be better." And you know, I mean, at some point, it's got to pan out. Right now mm-hmm. is like we were really saying we kind of needed him to produce this year, and now we're at the point where we don't even can't even anticipate him producing. Yeah, uh, Jay Thomas 
with the 999 love bomb. He says, how much cap room do we have? And could we make a run after some big pieces in free agents? All next year. So as of right now, uh, the Panthers are still number six uh, with the most money. Uh, in the but NFL, really, who's out there? We're going to use all of that for Brian Burns. We and have then a, next a, year. A little, we, spend. we have a little under nineteen million dollars in effective cap space right now, and we got to sign Brian Burns. We have to sign Brian Burns. Um, and who's really out there? You know, that's just a straight free agent. I guess maybe if you made a trade, you would have to be ready to take on parts of their contract. But they also get uh, whoever they're traded from gets saddled with all the guaranteed money. Yeah. So it, that's in can, a good can, way. We need to go get. Can I tell you, too, you've got to draft. You got to uh, pay Brian Burns. But guess what? You also got to pay Derek Brown. You got to pay Jeremy Chen. You got to pay JC Horn. You don't have okay? to. Yeah. Well, we and only then, well, pay I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And then by the time those are all done being paid, Bryce Young, Jonathan Mingo comes around. Like it never oh, stops. There's yeah. always no, somebody no, to yeah. pay. You know. True. True. But right now, I'm not ready to pay JC Horn. I'm not ready to pay Derek Brown. Hold on, for real? So you're hey. telling me that Derek Brown's contract year is next year? No, he's got a whole fifth year option. We've got no. another. How about year. this? We're, How about okay, this? Right. Okay. And again, people would take criticisms like this and just make it sound like we're. Oh, but then you were just talking shit about C.J. Henderson not getting his fifth year option, and now you're going to be like, "Oh, I won't even yeah, pay Derek Brown." C.J. Henderson fuck, or Derek Brown? <laughs> no, Derek. Derek Henderson. I mean, uh, Derek Brown's better than C.J. Henderson. Okay. But what, I, what I'm saying is, if we're going to pay Derek Brown a top defensive tackle in the NFL contract, well, we don't have to uh, do that. We just got to pay him respect. No, yeah, you do. No, no, you're, you're you don't dreaming, have to Tony. pay him the time. Yeah, you do. You're no, dreaming. he's a bo- he's yeah, a block swallower. Do, he's dreaming. not a disruptor. No. He's not going to demand the time. He's going to demand the time. Anytime the next player comes up for the new contract, they always shoot to be the highest. When and, they and, produce. By, by the way, by the way, like the, highest. The, the same argument that a lot of people have with Brian Burns, there are many a Panther fans that do not want to pay Brian Burns top five in the NFL. Yet one of the things that you see with Burns is that he does have the physical traits, athleticism, and now the production to say that he's gotten better every year. So is Brown. One, and is one of your top sack goodness so, in the league. So is Brown. No, so Derek, no. Derek Brown. Has he's gotten better from year to year. He's gotten of, better of from year Quentin to year, Williams. and he's been a monster in he the preseason. He's not looked like Quentin Williams. He's okay. not looked like Dexter Lawrence. He's not looked like Chris and, Jones. And looked like Star Latula. Like Burns hasn't looked like the the the, def- the uh, defensive ends in the same manner. My question is: Has Brian Burns performed better across the linebackers in the NFL? than Derek Brown has across the defensive tackles. Yeah, I mean, that's well, what you got to ask is, yourself. I would say yes, and this is and, his first year playing outside and, and, linebacker. But, well, but yeah, this is also Brian Brown. Uh, Derek Brown has one less year too. Brian Burns is getting well, right, better every but that's year. Why, Brian that's Burns what I'm is, saying. Derek Brown. Is I need well, to see so. Derek Brown this year. Wow, take that next step forward. Based on what, okay. based on what I've seen right now, I do not feel comfortable paying him top five. Defensive tackle in the NFL money. I just don't. Rock Rhyme says Tony wants to trade our whole draft like Cody wanted to before. <laughs> Devontae yeah, Adams. So, so I mean, I Trevor Lawrence, Cody, mind you. If he performs, Devontae Adams, mind you. 
Tevin if Bennett. he's top, if he's top seven defensive tackle this year, are you willing to pay him? I mean, it depends on what that looks like. What are the numbers on that? Top seven. Like, top ten, and you don't get to just go all defensive tackles. You got to do the run blockers. You don't get to just say to Aaron Donald. Yeah, but you don't get it's the, it's the, this is the same argument between KK and Star Latula. No, why are we under the assumption that when Derek Brown comes to be paid, that he's not going to ask for as much money as possible? I'm not if saying they, that, but I don't him, think that that means that he oh, becomes Dexter Lawrence. Blocker. I don't think, yeah, but I don't, you just I compared them to guys that are more than run blockers, blockers though. Yeah. You said every name you said was not just a run blocker. Yeah, he better though. be more than a run blocker this year. Well, okay. maybe he will be. I think okay. he will be. I he, hope he, he, will he be. on everybody in the team has improved like better than everybody else. A lot of Panther fans are like, oh, we have all these good players, but no elite players. So what you're essentially saying is we should pay players who are like borderline? You don't have to pay him for two top years. Money dude. in the NFL, like we don't I'm have to pay not, him this year it. or next year. Derek Brown, no, we picked up his. Fit. We picked up yeah, his which is next year. year. Which is next year. Derek we Brown have a whole, we have two seasons with him, dude. Do you think more he'll play under the uh, franchise tag? No, that would be the sixth year. That's not the this, fifth year we're option. We're going in into the his fourth year right now. Yeah, and then we get next year on the fifth op, fifth year option. You could franchise tag him in six years. Do you think that he'll play under a fifth yes. year option or a franchise yes. tag? Yes. Yes. All these motherfuckers play under their fifth year option. You were just talking shit about us not picking up C.J. Henderson's fifth year option. No, I, not I that never we said should have. have. No, I, no I, not I that we should that. have. No, but I like you think C.J. No, what you were saying is this, is he hasn't lived up to the billing to get the fifth-year option. Tell me a guy in this league that sat out their fifth-year option. Not a single person. Mm, it no. depends on what they do. No, name was well, one. It depends on what they do. Name man. one lot, player that of... sat out his fifth-year option. Name well, them. They don't, I don't let him Because it that doesn't point. exist, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If You're just making topping, that up. That's a, no, You just threw some fucking shit the, against the wall and we're like, look over here. NFL, it's what CK just said. If they're top in the NFL, they're not even letting them get that far before they pay them. Bro, well, Cody, you could go. Me, you look, could walk. Look. You got two years with Derek Brown before you even got to talk about that shit. Mm-hmm. I'll put it like this. Um, the There's one example, and that's going to be DeAndre Hopkins. And I think he was like three years in and he was willing to sit out, but they didn't let him. Like, yeah. you know, when you're the top, like it does like happen. Josh Jacobs this year. Yeah. Yeah. I look, there's well, a lot of cats on their fifth year option. I haven't heard any of them sitting out right now. I've heard Cody. about Jonathan Taylor, who's not even close to his fifth year. I've heard franchise tags guys not want to do that, but you could theoretically just take Derek Brown and go this year, next year, franchise tag him and then move on after you can that. franchise tag him a second year, right? Yeah, I mean, if you really he wanted to, yeah, but there's yeah. no way he's gonna well, play Cody. Let me ask you, Cody, name one player on the Panthers. I'm sitting here trying to think about this right now that has played more consistently as far as not worse than the year before and has shown more improvement than Derek Brown throughout his career with the Carolina Panthers Agreed. in the last three years. Name Brian one player. Burns. Brian Burns. No, I don't agree. No, he's been in the league. This is his fifth year, dude. So you can't I, say I disagree. That. Like, Brian Burns is a long three years. Like, the said, over the Jack past Brown three years. In their first three years. How about that? He's, improved about, he's put up the same amount of sacks every year except for last year. He went up a little bit. Yeah. 
I'm saying yeah, Garrett Brown listen. is the is the most improved player since we drafted him on the team. Since we drafted him in the last few years, like hands down. I don't know. Look, about he that. doesn't want to do that. Look, well, name no, Burns. No, I still say Burns. I, I mean, okay, he, so you're using the one superstar on the team to say that Derek Brown isn't. That's worthy. the point. I'm not willing to pay superstar money to people that aren't proven. Defensive tackles don't get superstar money except for yes, two of them: Aaron do. Donald and the Chris Jones yes, guy. They do. Quentin Williams just got paid superstar money. Dexter He's Lawrence a pass rusher, bro. He's not a run block. Superstar money. And by the way, you say that, Tony, Crazy. but Williams and Lawrence were drafted to be run blockers first and foremost. They added improved. Solomon Thomas was drafted their- around the same time, and guess what? He's not even on the same team he was. I don't know where Derek why Derek Brown's is catching strays from you. Derek Brown's a hit, man. Like he he is for real. He was a great draft pick. He's showing why he was the a good draft right, pick. So are you, are, are you better every we year. can't afford to and lose Brian. Derek Brown right. or are Brian Burns this me? season? If either of are those guys go down, me? we're fucked. Are you gonna tell me that let, let's say Brian Burns does what he has done last year and the year before? Are you making Derek Brown? A top five or top three highest paid defensive tackle in the NFL. Why do we have to do like. that? We yeah, don't have to. We've got years to fucking make that decision. You are projecting so far down the road. We don't have to make that decision this year. Right. We should yeah. be signing Brian Burns, who's in his fifth year option. Right. But that's that's isn't that the point that Cody's making? It's right. like, yeah, but, it, but he's, trying, he's, to make it, he's trying to make it against Derek no. Brown, which makes no sense. No, he's no. saying if he has the same year this year that he's had last year, he are said you Brian Burns? Oh, is that what you were? I thought yeah, he was he talking said about Brian Burns. He didn't say yeah. Derek Brown. No, I'm saying Derek Brown. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about Derek Brown. He's saying Derek if Derek Brown has the same year this year coming up that he, he had last play his fifth year, year option. Or, no, but here's the thing: we're doing the same thing to Brian Burns, but we also all agree that he should be paid right now, right? Right. No, if he is the same thing as last year, no, he shouldn't be paid top. If he if he like has stats in the top, then yes, he should. If he does that's, it that's again in his fifth year option, then yes, five, you, you should, should pay, pay him. Like so here's here's the reason that I think that uh, he will get paid uh, by us, and it, it's it's not that I think that he's a top ten uh, or a top five uh, defensive tackle in the league. Um, it's that every year there's somebody who gets that top five money because of the uh, increase in the salary cap and whatnot. So somebody's got to be the next man up, right? The he next won't be Brian the, Burns. Yeah, he won't be in the top five for very long as far as pay is concerned. But I do think he will get it. Um, so, but I, again, whether he deserves it or not, I think that's something that the coaches are going to have to decide. I don't know how I would need to, like personally, how I would value uh, defensive tackle and hit what he pr- brings to the table over, you know, maybe getting somebody out there who is going to be pass rushing. Um, you know, when you look at what our defense did against the run last year, um, you know, you've got to take into account that how positive it is to have a guy like, uh, Derek Brown on this team, because if he wasn't a part of this squad last year, think about how much worse yeah, our run or this year been. or this year. I don't know why Derek Brown's catching strays here. That's my it's point. Is we've got two you're years to not, figure this out. You're, being you're a forecasting. No, you're forecasting what you said. We got to pay Jeremy Chip. We got to pay Jerry Brown. We got to pay JC Horn. We got no. We don't got to pay Brown. Just forever. You're not even answering my damn question. Derrick Brown, based on what he has done thus far, 
If you had to pay him right now, no, we are, don't. You making, are you making him one of the highest paid defensive tackles? We don't have to NFL do that. That's a stupid question. Just being the run blocker. We don't no, have to do that. Crazy. That's a dumb question. We don't have to pay him now. So, you know, what you could do is just play him through his fifth year option and reset and do this all over again. If you okay, want say the next, let's say the next two years. But you know you're agreeing with me. You're saying that you don't. Think no, I'm not play. agreeing with you at yeah, all. You are, I'm saying I'm not say, answering your oh, stupid fucking question. Franchise tag him, fifth year option. You're saying you're that, that's a fifth year option. Way of, that's the benefit that's of drafting a first round pick. That's a fancy way of saying I'm not paying him. Crazy. You're crazy. No, no, you're not making sense. No, you're, you're not, not making sense. Paying Derek Brown. That's what you're saying. Y'all should grab one of these mugs. You want to no. know? Feel better. You're right. You I'm not it. gonna pay JC Horn two years ahead of his fucking the need to pay him. No, I'm not gonna pay. There's a reason you draft a guy in the first round. You draft him to get the five the same, fucking years. Yeah. Okay. But if Derek Brown is the same player the next two years as he was last year, or are you not, paying him? Well, that's kind of ridiculous. Why would I do? I would hope he would get better from year to year. Do you you agree that we? What if he regresses? Would you pay him? I mean, that's what you should might as well ask. That's what you want to fucking ask. If he's a worse player. Here's the the thing, Cody. You're assuming. Okay, look, if he plays the exact same way, it's not top five, top three play. Then no, I don't feel like I should pay him that. You're assuming that if we don't, somebody else will. Well, let me tell you something. If you're performing top 11 or 12, you're not going to get paid top three or five by any other team. That's not true. No, it is true. true. You're not going to put up top 12 stats to get paid top three or five in the league. Yes, you will. It happens frequently because of the salary changes. Are you going to say Brian Burns? Are you going to say that? He's going to get top three now. You're telling me that he's not a top five. He's going to get paid top three linebackers from somebody else in the league. Yes, he will. And and you want it's not, it has nothing to do with. Here's the problem. You just told me for the last six months he's the best motherfucker ever. Hold on. Listen to what I'm trying to say. What I'm expressing is that his his position, as far as like if he's a top ten, uh, you know, uh, player in this league, is not going to be the dis- like where he actually gets paid, right? Because the top five people are all under contract already; they're not renegotiating right now. So he is going to be the only one potentially one of the top three people negotiating their contract, and somebody's going to break the the record as far as the highest paid linebacker every single year for the most part, right? So that's why this is going to be the case. Brian Burns will get paid top three defensive end or you know linebacker money, whether it be from us or somebody else in the league, because he is a top ten player. Yes, but you said he was a top ten player. But but what? So what you're saying is, CK. I think what you're saying is like we're going to pay them the top position. It may be at the end of the Super Bowl or at the beginning of the training camp or whatever we pay them. Okay, but right. Because they are not necessarily that position, that's going to be surpassed by somebody else. They're going to be the benchmark for everybody to pass. Yeah, like saying? a quarterback, yeah. like okay. the next well, okay. quarterback. I, I, yeah. know, I can understand I that. To, yeah. I like I this that. comment. Panthers Den says Christian Kirk was the number three wide receiver on the Cardinals and ended up resetting the market in Jacksonville. Well, that's you're also said, talking no, no, no. about a team that had what, so much that, money listen, to spend. That, that's what CK, right. There's going to be a team that has enough to give uh, Derek Brown what he wants. Right. That's my but point. That's like, a, that's, like a, that's pulling up. the crazy, that's saying this, that you just don't want to, that you're going to just chase the money. 
But there's a caveat here's the to thing. You're the... acting when you say this, you yeah, won't pay him. Do. You don't believe in him. You're yeah. actually just saying he's not worth anything at this point. That's but there's not, a... not, not, not you're just putting words in my mouth. No, I well, never no you're making point. me pay no, him I'm now saying... when I want to pay him in two years. I still got two years I... to see how we right. draft. If he, how he ends we... up getting better, if he ends up getting better and looks like a world beater, then yeah, absolutely pay him. No, you well, said if well, he was I, the same. You know, if he is the same player that we have That's seen him be every year for the say. Carolina Panthers, then I am not making him a top five paid defensive tackle. Of, right. so, of course. So here's my but question. That means you're not progressing as a first Tony, round pick. Do you believe we should pay Brian Burns this offseason or wait until after this year? No, I think you I don't think you have a choice, right? I think don't you have to? No, or you is he in his fifth year option? Like, so this we is his could fifth year option coming up that he's playing his fifth year option right now. I think this is at this point, I'm convinced enough in the player and what he means to this team right now. Then, yeah, I'll pay him right now, right? That so doesn't necessarily being, mean I have to feel that way about Derek Brown next year, though. No, no, but the point being is you, you're going to believe that because if you wait after this year and he does really well, you're going to want to sign him now. Because next year he's going to be more expensive than well, he then is fuck today. It. Let's sign it's, Derek Brown to a ten-year deal. Similar to the Cam Newton thing, right? We signed him in his after his fourth year, going into his right. fifth-year option, which was that's a great when he deal went to, for us. Became, yeah, he became an MVP after that. We ended up being in a great position because we did that, right? So there is there is an argument that you don't wait until that end of that fifth-year option right. to actually sign him, and that's what I think we're talking about here. Is like. We're gonna. Well, we, we got till next year to years. decide that. Then we have a one year to be in the same yeah, position exactly. we are with that's Brian Burns. Nobody's saying we signed Brian or uh, Derek Brown right now. Cody Nobody's, is. He's no, saying that is not what you, I'm saying. That's literally not. I'm saying this year. I'm saying this year. Derek Brown needs to go to the next level because I am not paying him top five defensive tackle money for just what he has done this year. Okay. Sorry. Cool. He's so not on the level of Williams right to. now. What if, what if Brian Burns finishes the seventh defensive end linebacker we're talking about, and Derek Brown finishes the seventh defensive tackle? You say this as you say defensive the, the, ends. Then next more year going in, are you saying no? Go, not paying Derek Brown, even though you paid. Brian I Burns. don't really know why we're fucking talking I mean, shit about Derek Brown. Like we need Derek Brown like and Brian Burns, dude. Like what the fuck? Yeah. These are our two best defensive players. Hey, Brian Burns. Yes, I agree. Let's pay. Like, I don't understand yeah. why Derek Brown's catching strays on this shit, man. He's not catching strays. I'm saying he's not one he's of shooting the, right at his he, head. Then yeah, I'm saying he's not worth the top five defensive tackle contract. Not yet. Okay. Okay. And I'm yeah, right. He will be. He will be. Okay. I hope so. Great, just like hey you guys. said about Bryce, and you hope you're right. right. I hope I'm right. AKA Joey no. the Blind Panther. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't call during the post game. I was too busy clubbing. I actually went to the club right after the game. What a good game, by the clubbing. way. Clubbing. <laughs> I don't know. I caught a little bit of the post game. Yeah, no one gives a shit. See, preseason, I was telling, I was telling people at the club this. Preseason, no one gives a shit as long as you don't look like shit. And we didn't look like shit on Friday. The bank was rocking, dude. I I don't ever remember seeing it like that for a preseason game. I mean, the crowd was into it. I mean, of course, I was into it. I mean, it, it, it was fun, dude. And it was fucking 90 degrees. Like, how? It, it's 
humidity. It's the south. It's the summer. I know, but damn, it was hot. Uh, yeah, I think I love Bryce Young, dude. Bryce Young is awesome because it, it, it's not so much what he did do. It's what he didn't do. You know what he didn't do? He didn't go crazy trying to risk it all. You know, when, when, when he used his legs, he used his legs to get the first down. He got the first down, you know, made sure he was across the marker and slid to the ground wisely and did it right too. Every time Cam was like, Cam couldn't slide. He never would slide. But that is how you live to see another day. Bryce Young is a genius. He has it between the ears. He has the intangibles that he has to have if he's going to go number one. I keep telling people this. The, the whole uh, people are like the clown is his size things. But I know a few. I work with a few of them. Okay. Well, thing Bryce Young is, for him to go that high on the draft, he has to be a fucking genius. Because if he was just of average football IQ, he would be going in the third, fourth round with his size. But he's so smart and knows the game so well that he, he's a number one pick. And we got him. I'm so excited. Oh, and, and the, um, and the cuts. Yeah, dude. Fuck Michael Jordan. Uh, we're done having him get quarterbacks hurt. Uh, Cam Irving, bless his heart. He had chance, but he done blew it. Anyway, guys. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. I, I love the athleticism of Bryce, and uh, Joey mentioned that too. The ability to be able to run, to pick up a first down, uh, scramble. Stay inside the pocket. Even those subtle movements of just sidestepping on a couple spots. He's great at that, man. Would you pay him it. top five money right now? Oh, sorry. You're, you're Next call. <laughs> What's up, C3? Sorry, quick calling because I'm watching the show. But, man, what is this conversation about Derek Brown? Okay, Derek Brown is improving. And, plus, what did I just call in about and talked about for six straight minutes with y'all? We have no depth. Pay Derek Brown to stay on this team. Pay overpay Brian Burns at this point. I know I was one of those guys that I didn't want to pay this top money to these players, but this is the reality, man. They're holding our team together. We need this for Bryce's rookie contract. Same thing with what I said. If T. Higgins is available, overpay him. Make him a top five paid receiver. Just like the Jags overpaid Christian Kirk to bring good players to this team. We're not a free agent destination. We need to get good players on this team and pay the players that we've developed. And even if they're not top five at their position, they're still superstars. Even Brian Burns. I don't think Brian Burns is top five, and neither do I think Derek Brown is. But, A, that doesn't mean that they won't be in a right. year or two. And, B, we can't let those players walk. It just – come on, man. Come on, Cody. Ice up, brother. Ice up today, brother. Keep pounding. If anything, if anything he's, he's proving my point. If you're saying that he's going to get better – then yeah, I hope it gets better and this isn't even a conversation and he becomes on the level of a Dexter Lawrence, a Quinnen Williams. Absolutely pay the man. But Brian Burns is your primary pass rusher and I'm sorry, a primary pass rusher 
is worth more monetarily than a big time run stuffer. Okay, even that's though a that's incredibly important. That's a straw no, man's is. argument. I wouldn't that's call it a straw man. It's a strong argument. In order to, to be paid debate. a top five defensive tackle, you have it's to provide more in the pass rush. Yes, you do. But you also just said this is we also made the contention that Derek Brown is the player that has actually improved from year to year. And now you're like, well, what if he doesn't? You know what I mean? Like, it it's like it's you're like saying, to, look over here so you no, don't look at how not, weak my argument no, is. You're not hearing any fucking thing that I've said tonight on the Only show at all. Long. All yeah. I'm saying is that <laughs> Brian Burns, I mean, if if you look at what he has meant to the defense, the past, you know, three years outside of one year of Hassan Reddick. Four years. That has been our Four. young star pass rusher. You don't get to say and three years. by you the get... way, everybody wants to talk about all the near misses that could have been for Brian Burns, where he would have had a bunch of different sacks if he had a better ability to wrap up. Even then, you have seen the potential for Brian Burns to get into the backfield and wreak havoc on a consistent basis. Last year, Derek Brown ranked amongst the top defensive tackles in terms of pressure. So, yes, he is getting better, but if it's to a level where he's only good for pressures and he's not getting sacks on a consistent basis, like a Lawrence, like a Quinnen Williams, then, yeah, I'm not shelling out top money for Brian Burns and top money for Derek Brown, then Jeremy Chin, then, like Greg said, in another year or two, Bryce Young and Jonathan Mango, it all stacks up. You have to be worth it. What what Cody is, I think, alluding to, and this is just honestly a a matter of opinion for many people, it's similar to his devaluation of the running back, right? You know, you don't pay top dollar for running backs in this league right now. It's not just him, but, you know, really anybody nowadays – and I think right. Cody's belief is, and, and I, I don't blame him for this belief, and I, I, I wouldn't even discredit it, um, is that the value that Derrick Brown brings isn't as valuable as a pass rushing defensive tackle. Yes. So you don't pay him like a pass rushing defensive tackle. Well, we went through this with KK Short and Star Latulale, and then we also have said over and over again that that is sometimes misleading. Another thing that's misleading is you're using a guy, Quentin Williams, who was in the 2019 draft. So you're basically putting Derek Brown up against a guy that's a full year ahead of him. When I'm saying we can oh, wait one another year. year, big fucking whoop. The fifth big year, bitch. Whoop. It's the fifth big year. What, what, what was checked? Oh or what was, uh, bro. Now that's a straw man. Williams this year. You're out of your mind, dude. It better be Quentin Williams this year. If that's the point you're making. Yeah, he better be a Quentin Williams. No, I didn't say you should pay him Quentin Williams money. I didn't say that. Just like I wouldn't pay Star Latulale Aaron Donald money at that year. That's what I'm saying is, but I'm not saying that, that we got to shit on Star Latulale just because we like KK short. Look, and, and you're Cody shitting on Derek Brown right now. Look, man, you're in the same position right now, Cody, that I, I, I am a Bryce Young, where you're not talking shit about Bryce, or I'm not talking shit about Bryce, you're not talking shit about, about uh, Shorts, yeah. but yeah, but it sounds like you are, and everybody's being aggressive about it, but you're yeah, not, and I, I, understand where you're, I understand where you're coming from, I yes, do, because you're not talking you. shit, it yeah, just sounds is. like you are. 
Right. You know, because I trust no, me. He's putting I've been a bunch of what ifs three weeks. Yeah. No, I'm saying yeah. you need to play like a top five defensive tackle Thank and you. provide yes. high level pass rush before I'm paying you that. If you do, break you out the like fucking. You're making a conversation that doesn't exist yet. It's a conversation that doesn't actually even exist right now. We so you're saying the, you are fucking shit your pants over a conversation no, we that up the has other no players. merit. No, we brought up the other players that we're gonna have to pay soon. Derek Brown, Jeremy <laughs> He's James, the one. JC okay. Horn. Uh, yeah, everybody. No, has to no. To what are you just stuff. fucking okay, throwing okay. names out there, dude? No, I'm besides, not. besides Brian Burns, all, who would we'll you rather pay? Team. Who would you rather pay over Derek Brown? Of those players, besides Brian Burns, let's say we pay Brian Burns the next guy up. I mean, Who no would one you rather pay? Derek Brown, J.C. Horn, Jeremy Chin. Go. I mean, uh, no one's really tendered enough. And Chin, I agree with ERH. Chin is not a necessity to our defense. Right Second now. round pick, you don't get the fifth round option with him. So it's not even a good fucking analogy. And then you're saying JC Horn, who was drafted after Derek Brown, who you also get the fifth year option. So why do we got to worry about JC Horn? We don't even, you're worried about Derek Brown prematurely, my man. That's what I'm saying. It. This is a premature concern. No, you're, you're you have sand in your vagina because I'm saying that Derek Brown needs to be a better pass rusher than he has proven to be thus far. That's a hundred percent what it no, is. You said that you didn't want to pay him top God, five money. That's like not it. what you said. You did not say that. You said you didn't want to pay him top five money. And I've said there's yeah. no need to. There's no fucking need to. But you're doing the right. exact Next opposite call. of what no. I'm doing. Doing no. the what no. if, just what upset. if, what if. You're just upset. You're no, I'm not what if. We actually have the fifth year you option. I'm you not what if, dude. No, no. I'm saying either. this is there's no need to have that conversation. Let's just play this year out and then see where we're at. We could still have a whole fucking year on under contract before we even have to make a decision. We're so why would I pay him? No, I'm not going to go over pace around. They're coming up. Oh, we're going to have what to make that a decision mean? soon. No, we have two years, Cody. We have literally two years. If you think you have two years, we literally have two years. CK laid out to you why just because no. on paper you might have two years doesn't mean you're actually going to have two okay. years. Okay, the now you're just fucking diverting. I'm not diverting. You're not understanding my point at all. Uh, no, I'm disagreeing with it. Oh, I understand your nonsense. It's no, just you nonsense. You don't want to pay Derek Brown. Did not say that, that actually. I said I don't need to pay him today. Just like I don't want to pay JC Horn right now. Fuck that. I don't need to. I got plenty of time. But but here's nobody's saying that Derek Brown needs to be paid right now. We've the whole thing has been about at the end of this year. Dude, he just said, I don't want to pay him top five money right now. That's what he kept saying. Right. And he's saying and we don't have to pay him next. We don't have to pay him this year. Done now. We if can make him play next year, too. If he doesn't, step you can. But here's year. the issue. If your plan is to sign Derrick Brown after that fifth year option, now you if are no. If he plays great this year, then you should you, sign him. No, now you either have to franchise tag him and hope that he plays on that after that fifth year or you're going to be in a bidding war with other teams. That is the summer of 2024, dude. 
Right. That's not that's this season. From- that's not next season. That's the following season you get in the bidding war. Right. Oh, no, but no, what no, my no. point yeah. being we have is two that- fucking Wait, seasons yo, Tony, with this dude. Tony, when you look at franchise, so let's talk about Joey no, that's Bosa. before the or, franchise. Let's talk about Nick that's Bosa. Fifth year option, dude. No. That's no, not franchise. Tony, you're misunderstanding anything that me and Cody are talking about. Yes. Our entire argument is that if you look at the history of any team that has a fifth-year option player that they plan on signing, they rarely get past that uh, to the fifth-year option and All actually right. play that fifth-year option before getting signed. They get signed in that fourth to fifth-year offseason. Every All like right. the majority. I'm gonna look the at the time. stats on that because I see a Please lot of do. players signing the franchise tag every year. Right, you see the franchise tag, but I'm saying that which would mean they got past rounders, their fifth year. No, that's also assuming that they're first round picks. Good point. The only way you get an option is if you're first round pick. Exactly. My point being is that a lot of those franchise tags were not are, are not always first round picks. They aren't even always rookies coming off of a rookie contract. Many of them are, you know, free or uh, uh, off season off season acquisitions. But nonetheless. You all like majority of the time, if you have a guy who's going to sign with the same team, they sign an extension with that team. They sign it between the fourth and the fifth year. Let's go back in our history here. All right. Luke got paid between the fourth and the fifth year. Cam got paid between the fourth and the fifth year. Uh, Brian Burns right now, we're trying to get him paid. And all signs are pointing to him being paid between the fourth and the fifth year. Okay. So majority of the time across the board, these guys, if they're going to sign an extension with the current team that they're on, it's between the fourth and the fifth year. Is that true? Look, cheaper. Brian Burns is 2019 was his rookie year. 2020 was his second year. 2021 was his third year. 2022 was his fourth year. 2023 is his fifth year. his fifth year. So, no, like he could. He's, no. He, but, so Brian you think Burns, he's going to sit out? Christian no, but here, but here why do we have to have this conversation about Derek Burns, Derek Brown right now when we could just have it next year? He would be in the fourth to fifth year next that, year. That's the point. We're talking about next year. Yeah, that's where you're not understanding me at all. Maybe or CK at all. This year, he has to take a step into that upper echelon before we're talking about making him one of the highest paid defensive tackles in the NFL. What if you don't it's have to make bid, him one it's of those? A bid, it's a big time okay. year for Derrick okay. Brown. That's I all think we're saying. Cody. No, that is not I, all I think that saying, I understand but, what yeah. you and CK are saying, and you're right. We we do have to wait next year to see if he does that. I think what Tony's saying is, even if he doesn't do that next year, we still have one more year. To be able to make sure, you know, right? You're putting too much fucking, like, I have to sign right, him that's what, now. That's, what, that's, that's what all, all you kept saying yeah. is top five. No, you know what? Is no, he has been the player that's progressed on this team defensively and has been available just as much as anybody. The argument so, from you know the what? beginning is this has- is, hey, you know, if that's, if you want, I, you know what? He's, he's garnered that money more than JC Horn has. He's garnered that money more than Dante. J- he's been here longer. No, he is not. Oh. You're right. He's been here longer. One year. He's been here longer. Oh, oh, remember when he just here. fucking so did that? that brought it back around. Did he do that, Greg? Didn't yeah. he do it? He did it. Full circle. Bro, nah. One year. Bro, I don't know. Look, it's just you're good at dying on the hill. And, Paul, and you've and died the, on uh, it. Tony, you've did died. you not you're dead. say that? You're dead on the no, hill. You said that you said the year before we should have paid Brian Burns, that we should have paid him yeah. even earlier. So are you not saying that But we didn't have to pay him? No, but you said do it before it becomes crazy expensive. So but are you not, are you not saying the same thing about Derek Brown? You keep saying top five. 
I don't believe you have to do that. You do. Not if yes, you pay you in the beginning. Not if you pay, particularly if you, in, if you sign right. a wide yeah, receiver or a corner. Maybe if you sign a premier fucking position if like we left back. Someone else okay. will. Okay. If we don't, well, someone else will. Then you shouldn't disagree. care. Then you shouldn't yes. give a fuck. If we, we don't, right here. I'm done. Someone else I'm done talking about it. Next call. <laughs> What's up, P3? JJ calling in. Uh, I'm driving right now. I hope it's not too loud, but uh, thank safe. goodness we, we, we let go if of Michael Jordan Brown, and Cam Irving. We can thank God. We can praise the Lord. We can celebrate now. Open, open champagne bottles. Ladies and gentlemen, we won the Super Bowl. We truly let go of Michael Jordan and Cam Irving. But, no, in all seriousness, uh, I think when releasing all these players, it's got people uh, actually enlightening, uh, putting light on the situation, on the reality of the situation, should I say, Jesus Christ. Um, that people are like, oh, if we get an injury and stuff, like we can't survive things like that. Like we can't survive injuries to our bigger players. And in my head, I honestly thought, we can't even survive those good players having a bad game. Like, if Bryce Young comes out here and has, like, a rookie game, one of these games, like, we're not winning that game if Bryce Young throws three picks. Like, if J.C. Horn's not out there covering the number one, nobody's in that secondary covering. You know, like, if Brian Burns isn't getting legitimate pass rush in the, uh, to the quarterback, Man, or do we really trust Justin Houston to get consistent pass rush if if Brian Burns can't? Like people are like like not like we can't we can't we definitely can't afford to like lose them to an injury. But like we can't afford them to just not be at the top of their game either. You know, that's how I look at it sometimes. I guess that finally put some put some light on that situation, but just remember C three Nation it's a great day because we let go of Michael Jordan and Cam Irving and Shai Smith. <laughs> oh, he had me until Shai Smith. Of course he did. Uh, all right, I'd, like to, I'd like to look up what the difference is in the stats between Brian Burns and Justin Houston last year because I know that, let's see, Brian Burns, 12.5 sacks, 63 tackles, Justin Houston, 9.5 sacks, one reception. But- but look look at how many snaps Brian Burns played compared to Justin Houston. Well, that actually works better for Justin Houston than he played less that snaps than actually exactly. actually that's yeah. So so I I don't think that I think that Brian Burns is better than Justin Houston just based on age, but I don't think that the difference between the two is that significant. I think that Justin Houston is a very solid like guy behind or like guy right behind I could see the worst ad I could see him playing the worst ad to this I could see him playing that Peppers role you know where Peppers played limited snaps and he still came in here and got double digit sacks I think that year or came close um you know I think uh I I could see him still coming in here and limited reps and still having that impact but the thing is is he's not even if Brian Burns can't get that consistent pass rush it's not Justin Houston that's going to be the reliever there Justin Justin Houston's there to potentially come in, you know, during third down. You know, I think he's going to be a full time starter now, dude. I don't know. I think that they're. I, I don't think, think they're going to put that. I mean, Who even when he was Marquise Haynes, that's it. Just Marquise Haynes. I think it's going to be. A, I think it's going to be a rotation. I agree okay. with that. You know, but I don't think 
I think I, I don't think Houston plays the majority of the snaps. I think he ends up being the. Guy. I think he plays Jared Allen half, style. To be honest with you. But sorry, I don't know. I I'm don't know. I, know. I, 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 just, I just YGM. don't think it's a, that, that big of a gap between Burns and Houston. To be honest with you, who, who do they have in the depth chart? I think it's YGM backing up Brian Burns, and then it's Houston and Marquise Haynes. Is those rotational guys? Mm. I don't know. I, don't I know. think that Houston, they're going to need him to be more than we probably want him to be. If he plays the same amount of snaps hey, for yeah. us as he did for Baltimore, then that's about what you're looking for, right? How many right. snaps did he? I don't know what his role was truly in Baltimore last year. Um, I mean, they say he was one of their best pass rushers. And right, right. But I don't know like about the quantity. Yeah, I no just matter don't the know. snaps, he had almost as many sacks, about a third as many tackles, and one more interception. How many less snaps? Uh, well, I don't know how many snaps. I didn't see that. But, I okay. mean, he, about, he had about a third amount of tackles. Okay. But still almost the same amount of sacks, more interceptions. So, I mean, I hope, I mean, I think we're going to need him to be a guy. I don't yeah. think we're going to need him to just be a rotational. And maybe that is, but I don't think we're good enough to have that luxury. Guys, it's the growl that makes him howl again, aka Joey the Blind Panther. Oh, uh, I think it's too early about Scott, dude. This is actually Scott's first head coaching hire. Okay. Because this time, because Tepper was smart one time, and he was smart to, as Panther Pickle says, shut the hell up. I can't do a good pickle. I'm sorry, but yeah. Tepper just shut the hell up. That's what he did. Okay. Which I'm sure was harder for him to do than propose to Nicole. Because that guy just, I mean, man, get me started on Tepper jokes. I'm not going to do that. That I know they're all falling. They're all failing yeah. right now. That's what Thanks Tepper did, and obviously he had to okay it because he's the owner, and the coaches are a bit different. I don't think coaches don't count against the cap, so the owner has. I guess the owner has to uh, okay that. But basically, it was Scott Fitterer's call. Matt Rule was David Tepper taking his private plane to Texas. Meeting him and his family like a fucking college recruiter, and and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and giving him seven years, sixty million dollars. Don't forget the meatballs. And uh, I, that's not what happened with Frank Reich. I think Scott Fitter had far, far more to do with it than a than Tepper did, and b than um, than anything Matt Rule was a part of. And another thing is, you got me thinking about what I was thinking about at work today. In our division, I think we have the best coaches, dude. You look at the Bucks, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles never got anything done with the Jets. Couldn't get anything done with Todd, uh, Tom Brady. Uh, I get, I mean, I, I know that was Tom Brady's last year, but still he's Tom fucking Brady. Couldn't get anything done with him. I don't trust him. Arthur Smith hasn't shown much. Dennis Allen hasn't shown much. I think Frank Reich and his staff is the best coaching staff in the division. They've shown the most in the division. And I think, I think this division's ours, dude. I, I really do. I think we're at least, and if not, I think we're a wild card. Easily. 
uh, we're going nine and eight. Mark my words. Anyway, guys. Wow, wow, wow. We were on pace. To, we were on a good pace on this show until we hit the Derek Brown conversation. Yeah. Really like we were really pacing well until the Derek Brown conversation. Yeah. Let's go to the next It's week. your fault. Well, like, can I say real quick, to be yeah. fair, he says the, they didn't do anything with Tom Brady last year. They did win the division. So, oh, yeah, I think Ty Bowles is to everyone else tried not to win. Right. But he's talking about us winning the division at nine and eight this year. That's Ty Bowles like that's is too boring. Did, he know? looks sick. He looks sick on the sideline. Ty Bowles did take that Jets team. He was you know what? He was Robert Sala without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That's exactly what he was. He had True. a top five defense with no quarterback and. Sala had a top five defense with no quarterback. Now we got a quarter. The only difference was, and Sala's cool, and Todd Bowles is boring. You know what I mean? Todd Bowles is paint dry boring. Um, next goal. Like John Fox, but boringer. <laughs> what is this? Oh, let's hear what they're doing in the background. Nothing. All right. That was a good, great call. Great call. Like <laughs> Scott Fitterer, go suck a big black oh, dick. Hey. 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 Everybody just Bro. imitates G Baby when they're trying to get out of trouble. I don't even know what to fucking say, man. Or is it G Baby? No, that's it We cut Cam Irvin. We cut Michael Jordan. Alright. But bruh. Oh. We cut Keith Taylor. We cut Eric Rowe. Like, bro. These are all bombs, dude. Oh, that's nah, so disappointing, man. I don't like either one of those. Yeah. And it's like we cut Dion Jones. And Mom. it's like, okay, I hear motherfuckers say, oh, well, he didn't play good in the preseason. He didn't play, in the pre- play good in the preseason. He's living off his last name, bro. He came in last fucking second. He had a whole mm. training Last camp. second. A whole training camp. And was camp. just thrown into the fucking fire like, what the oh fuck? God. Oh my Excuses. god. Excuses. I'm not on board Our with corners this are actually nice. J.C. Horn, Dante Jackson, C.J. Henderson, and Troy Hill. Bruh, that's nasty. That's <laughs> nasty. Um, mm. that, we, 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 we cut Brandon Smith. And honestly, it doesn't. I'm shocked, but I shouldn't be shocked. Everyone that got cut today were all Matt Rule guys. So I need to reassess. I need to look at this different, man. I'm trying to be positive, but it's just like we don't have no depth. We don't have no fucking depth. Why are we going to keep – how many receivers do we have? How many QBs? Why the fuck do we have four to five tight ends, man? <laughs> you guys, you know who the fuck this is. This G-Baby. And uh, Gregory, if you're going to fucking say my fucking biological name, you know, <laughs> the name that was given to me when I came out my mama's womb. Government. Named man. after my pops, G. So it's Glenn Jr., motherfucker. Gotcha. Did you hear that, motherfucker? Glenn Jr. Call him Glenjamin. Glenjamin, I like that. Too, just because you want to say Bryce is the truth. 
<laughs> Bruh, you're gonna be hey, outside the fortress of solitude, fucking shoveling pig shit, G. Until I said you're in the fucking fortress of solitude with all the other him. motherfuckers, you dig? You did. Calm back, boys. We got a lot to talk about. I want to hang out with Glenn Jr. Me too. He'll, he'll be here for the. He'll be here for the <laughs> week for nine. The yeah. yeah, week really? nine is gonna be there. I'm gonna yeah. try to make it there. He's yeah. a cool wrong, dude, man. I love him. Dude. I love him. Did you? Is that true? Steve Smith put this up on Twitter. Doug Peterson cut his son. No, that's legit. <laughs> that's real. That's awesome. <laughs> First of all, why was he on the team? And man. Do you Fuck. think the words "I'm disappointed in you"? <laughs> oh God, I'm not angry. I'm not disappointed. What, what position does he play? Be like, yeah. Hey, you know what? I mean, it's a business. That's what they say, right? It's a business. Hmm. Um. All right. I think this is our last call. We have a lot to do still. Good God. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Yo, yo, yo! I had to call in and get in on this Derek Brown Brian Bird conversation because uh, I think Tony's tripping a little on this. I got your back, Cody. There's just level to this. Brian Burns is just a more premium player and just like it's not even a, a comparison. top two tier level at least yeah, at his position or pass in the entire league, if we're being Thank honest. You. Eric Brown's not even really top ten at his position. You know, like let alone giving the whole argument. Uh, Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Gregory. Like, Derek yeah. Brown, a top five contract <laughs> at his position. Like, Cody's just saying, like, right now, in terms of which player you're going to pay. No, you're gonna that's not what he said at all. At, like, a top three or five level for their contract. It's obviously Brian Burns over Derek Brown because Brian Burns is just way better at his position than Derek Brown is. That's just the truth. That's not to say Derek Brown isn't valuable to his, to this team. He's a top three. Yeah, you're tripping, Tony. That's what you are really tripping. He's uh, top three. He ain't no top fucking two player on the defense. Scratching post. He's tripping. JC Horn is, is better than Derek straw Brown. Strawman argument, you got dude. Got me fucked up. I oh, make a scratch post. Got me real fucked up. Gotcha. And that's someone who be calling them both out. But yeah, uh, I got both day jerseys, and so no real bias here. But yeah. <laughs> Um, Derek Brown is important. You pay the guy, especially if he continues well, to get better. And then now you're year. saying pay him? But like, right now, it's not even That's about Brian Tony. Burns is the person you overpay. Look, you're you're being, saying the same thing. You are being I'm not fucking ridiculous. No, I'm not saying shit. anything what they're saying. I'm of clarity of mind on this, man. No, everything that JJ a, said is what I just no, said. No, you, at can, no point did I say it was an year, either or between Brian if, Burns if, and Derek Brown. If he has right. a great year this year and jumps into that elite level discussion, I have no problem paying Derek Brown. Now you're backtracking. Now you're backtracking. That is what I said because no, you said jump. I will not pay what him. What are you top, saying? You said, "Will you pay him top five money right now?" You That's did what say you, you would me. not pay him top five. And then you said right you asked me I if not, I would, right, and right I said now, no because I don't have year. to. Based on his current production, this is look over here. No, his current production is pointing out. Cody, not being Let's bring this back because it's important, right? Cody legitimately said. If he plays the same last year that he does, and he plays this year the same way he played last yeah. year, he doesn't want to pay him top five money. That is okay. exactly the words that okay. came out of his mouth. 
if Brian Burns plays the same this year as he did last year, are you paying in top five money? He was an elite player last year. Was he a top that, five if player? If he would have played the same last year. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Play- top, was he a top five player? He was not a top, five, not player. top five player. But so if Brian Burns the, no, plays the same Greg, this year as he did Greg, last year, are you paying in top five money? It's this the same argument. The defensive tackle different. isn't as valuable as a pass rusher on the edge right now. You're, now. now you're adding caveats. No, it's not caveats. Yes, you are. Exactly. Yes, you are. Why do you think top five running backs are not getting paid ridiculous money right now? Because they're valued differently. Then my the point holds even thing. better. Then my point holds even better. Then we just make them play out the fifth year option. That's fine. And you fucking run it out. That's fine. So no, but then if you play no, out the Cody fifth year option, says this, so then you're you agreeing with me. Him, you're no, agreeing with me. If it doesn't, if it plays to the same level that he has, you Dude, make him play another year because he hasn't earned the contract. Just, you're you're saying That's this. This you're your saying. whole discussion has been look over here, so we don't got to talk about this. No, That's what you said. Saying, the level of production. I don't have to pay Brad, Derek Derek Brown, Brown this year. You to this point oh my God. has not. We never said five. this year. Yes, he never did. He said, "I will not pay him top five money." And then he said, "Oh, I'm if he balls right out now. next year, no, no you just said this." Brown right now. Go to the tape. No you just said, "If he balls out next year, I will pay him." Tony, you are right. ifs, buts, oh, and hey, Tony, here's the problem right year. now. Tony, yeah. you are not listening to what Cody is saying. Yeah, you're, you're not, not listening, listening to me. You're not no, listening to me. Tony, I'm hearing what he's saying, and I understand. Like, I understand both your points. But yes. what I'm, what you're saying is you don't what? have to pay him. You're saying right. you don't have to pay him. We, so uh, why do we have to talk about that right now? He threw this out. No, this is where it's look over here and not talk. He's like, we got to no, pay I'm Jeremy Chin. We got to pay Jerry Brown. We got to pay. He threw JC Horn's name out there, which is like fucking three years in the future. Oh, well, we might as well. We got to pay Bryce Young the in the future. I mean, what the fuck? You're going to have to pay Derek no, Brown. No, you don't. You something. don't have to. You don't have All to. All right. It's technically That's you so don't naive. have to. It's not. You're the one, you're you're right. the one you that do not have under to. contract. Tony, so if the he one that wanted to pay Brian Burns a year before, because it would uh, limit the amount of money that we would have to pay. Because him. I think, uh, but look, then we can have that conversation next year. Yeah. When do you think that conversation is going to happen for Derek Brown? You keep saying it's top right five, around bro. the corner. We can pay top. We can, but you know what? We could extend Derek Brown right now, and he wouldn't get paid top five. Take that. Right. I promise you Someone that. Someone else will pay him. I promise you that. No, that. why do you think Chris Someone Jones is sitting out right now? will pay him. That's a problem. So we, if we cut him, they're going to pay him top five money. Ooh. You crazy as fuck. Which one? You out of you out Derek of Brown, but no, mind. we're not we're not cutting him. You're out he, of your better, mind. he better be a top five defensive tackle. I don't know if they would pay him. Year. I don't know if he would get paid top five, to be fair. I do know <laughs> no, he, I, I, he <laughs> wouldn't be top ten one hundred percent. Cody likes to always yeah. do this. He'll be top like ten. top five, top six. Man, fuck that, dude. That's like, we don't the have rate. That's the going uh, rate. Whenever a player comes up with their time to be paid. They they end up paying. The, you have to pay them as much as they're worth. Here's where Cody's right in this. A couple of reasons, right? If Derek Brown were cut right now, he is the best defensive tackle on the market available. Dominican Sue. Nope. Take that. And Dominican Sue is not better right now. <laughs> he's old as fuck. But we would not, cut him. I mean, it's kind my, of a stupid thing. But is, no, this, his, is paying this is, him top five right now is unnecessary. CK. Right, but Tony, you're what you just your question. Let's 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 look at this in a vacuum for just a second. Your question was if we cut Derek Brown right now, there would be another team that would pay him top five. 
And the question is, there's a potential that there would be because he would be the best defensive tackle in the entire league that is available. Meaning that if somebody needed a defensive tackle or if maybe there were three right. teams that needed defensive tackle, there is a bidding war and they will go after him. He may not be top five in the league as far as defensive tackle, but he is the best one available and people will pay for that. But that's the same reason. That's the same reason Brian Burns would get signed right now. Yes. The same exactly. And here's the whole point, five. though. Yeah. The whole point is continuously. Cody says, look over here. So we don't have to no, talk. That's what you're doing. About what you're doing. No, because you said this is that somebody else would pay him. Guess when somebody else would pay him in 2025? At the end of right at the end of next season. No, so going no. into 2025. Two seasons, dude. We have two no. seasons. Dude, we have this I, year I, and next season. No, one, two full seasons. No, what you have 2023, and that's it. And Derrick 2024, Brown, I'll bet, bro. I bet you anything. Derek Brown is not gonna play. On a fifth year, uh, okay. I bet you money. Oh. I bet money. money down. I bet money. money I, down. Listen, I, I will disagree with you down. on that, Cody. I if bet you money. No, because he, he just keeps saying shit like this. If all he night, doesn't, if he doesn't down. get a contract next year, and he plays on a fifth year option, my guarantee is he's either going to be playing on a franchise tag, or he's not going to be playing for a, as a Panthers after his fifth year option. But I do think he plays in the fifth year option regardless. But if we decide that we want to keep him, it's going to cost us a hell of a lot more money out after the fifth-year right. option than it would be if we signed him next year. That's exactly what he's been doing all night is look over here. He said, I bet he won't play no. on that. That's another fucking at disguise. Of, at the end of 2023, Brian Burns, you're, you're essentially, if if he has a, a, a season so Brian Burns going to sit out this year? No, if Derrick Brown has a season that was similar to last year. Then, then you're it, ready to pay just, him. No, it's just what CK said. If he is able to hit the market, then yeah, someone would trade for him. Somebody, for two some, years, homie. He's this not, is, I'm this, telling you, he this is, is work away. I don't care. This is work away. Just like Quentin Williams, they're not going to play on that fifth-year option. The end of 2023 yeah. is about two and a half months into 2024. The end of 2024 is about two and a half right. months in 2025. Thank you. So, thank you. So that's a little so wordplay you're doing there. I see what you're trying you, to do Greg. there, but thank you, Greg. I'm not going to fall for that. No, like, like, your thank you. season is the determining factor that is going to provide year is how much Brian Burns gets paid. What so year is have, that? We have I mean, over. What year is that? Cody, what you're saying is no, it's not. We have over two. This years. is 2023. We years We're in about 2023. We're in season. We have about two is, and a half years before we have to decide. That's thank what you're you, saying. Greg. That's yes, awesome. this year, two and a half. And then years. he would be on the fifth year option in 2024. I, what I'm saying is. He's not going to want to play under that fifth-year option, just like Brian Burns is not right now. That, hey, Jeremy, tell me what team you're a fan of, and we'll fucking come yeah. and look at your people bickering about your stu- – you're probably a Bra- – look, I think he's a Bears fan sitting here going, we're going to – Guess what? You wish you had Bryce Young, motherfucker. You got DJ Moore. Yeah, 100%. Though. Are, are, like, hold on, hold on. Is a bear fan complaining no, about we're not our podcast? Usually like about- this. We're in a heated <laughs> yeah, argument where we're turning on each other right now. We're devouring our own, Jeremy. So, no. And, JJ, I'm not tripping. Man, look, call me when you can serve. And, by the way, the chat room loves it. There's 120 people right now. All right. Well, they like all right. It let's when, get uh, let's, Those are all the calls. Jeremy, uh, you know what? I, I wanted Justin Fields that year instead of 
J.C. Horn. Oh, but we're going to have to pay J.C. Horn. Oh, sorry. Oh my uh, let's uh, look. That's Those are the calls. Let's go to the news, please. We got to look around the league real quick. There's a couple of things. And guess what? We're going to talk about Chris Jones Ooh. holding out. Hey, but he's not in his fifth year option. He's already signed a whole fucking extra deal. And you're going to be yeah, like, well, look at what Chris Jones is doing. No. I mean, he's already proven himself. Hey, you know who's going to be interesting? Sauce yeah. Gardner. I think after this year, he's going to demand to be paid if he plays well. Mm. Hey, Tony, one point before we leave the Brian Burns conversation right here. Oh, wait. Oh, I started. Where'd I start at? Here we go. Uh, uh, really? Brian Burns' PFF score is 64.5. Brown was 84.4. Some of you casuals just keep looking at st- uh, sacks. Just go back to Starla too oh, little yeah, And PFF. And PFF is the holy Bible of We're all done. football. Okay, right. It is when it works out in your favor. Brady Christensen. Every single person. Every single person in your favor is definitely the, the end all be all. That's Mine what PFF is for. To affirm your own biases. Don't worry. We've got you for that. All righty, all righty. Good Lord. Uh, Jeremy, first of all, uh, welcome to the podcast. Is No, usually we don't go this hard in the paint after each other. I don't know how <laughs> we went after this Derek Brown thing that crazy because you know what? Cody's wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm just happy that it didn't go the Bryce Young route because I thought for sure this was going to be a oh. shit on Greg Knight. Oh, I know. Greg oh. just fucking got, escaped out the back door. On yeah, this. you're welcome. Greg. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I put this one up here, guys, for NFL news because of a position, Mr. Um, Cody Lashney, that you continue to talk about where you say you don't disrespect to Kim Aquano by saying he could potentially be an all-pro guard. Makai Becton was drafted in the similar situation that Kim Aquano was to be mm-hmm. the franchise left tackle. Mm-hmm. Now, Makai Becton has had a more probably difficult trajectory than, you know, a little more struggles in the beginning. There were some questions about like, if he wanted to play, you know, just some weird things off the field and all this shit, but the jets were unsure if he was even going to start. And now they're starting him at right tackle. Like, so he's not even been in the question for the left tackle position. He was uh, slated to be a backup right tackle. I think. Yeah. So I guess I put this up just to think about this is just because you draft somebody in the first round doesn't necessarily mean that is the only route of their career. I'll be damned. Me and Tony agree on something. It's going to snow in Charlotte, boys. Yeah, I am yeah, it did show agree. snow in Charlotte at the 2015 NFC Championship game, by the way. Yeah, dude, you're fucking iced. Um, dude, listen, I, I'm a firm believer. Whatever's clever, man. If a player is not working at a position, instead of abandoning them, see if they have other value at a different position. Especially if a player starts to struggle, and all the rumors were Makai Betton was struggling at left tackle. Right. By the way, I don't remember all the details, but I think that was last year. I think well, he's been. It a- was the same. Uh, it was the same deal with uh, Pene Sewell. They had kind of moved him around the offensive line. Is he, he Detroit? Yeah, the Detroit Lions, and I forget where 
he ended up settling. I don't remember if it's left tackle or right tackle. Was he the same year as who was he the same year? No, he was the year as Garrett um, Brown, JC Horn. Yeah, JC. Oh, because he came out the same year well, the San Diego, the the Los Angeles Charger guy. Remember the guy that? Oh Chargers? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Derek Brown. It, it, was, it was it was Penesul, and who was the Charger yeah. one that had the short arms? Uh, that, that turned out to be like an All Pro in his first Slater. Yeah, yeah, and Justin Herbert was in that draft. Yeah, that was 2020. Oh man, you know what? Would you pay Penesul top five? Uh, you got to. You only have a question. Yeah, man, man, if he plays the same as he played last year. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next. Next. All right, moving on. Um, Jimmy Garopp, uh Well, Trey Lance. You want to speak about 2020 being a fucking weird year. Somebody, I saw this. 2020 was a bad year to risk your chips on a quarterback. You had Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. No, Mac Jones was the next year. He was he was the Fields year, I think. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. But I wanted, yeah. I was I was I was so hungry and thirsty for a quarterback. I would have taken all of them bitches. Mm. Uh, how about the how did the Forty ers miss and whiff on these picks? A lot of first round picks these guys have whiffed on the Niners. Yeah. Um. It was a couple of shows ago. The Raiders. Not, no, no. So the, Jimmy Garoppolo was talking about the Trey Lance situation. That's what the news is. So Trey uh-huh. Lance is traded, was traded from the San Francisco 49ers to the Dallas Cowboys. And Jimmy Garoppolo, who was all part of that. Remember, Jimmy was on that team at the time. It's all weird. Shit. It's just been bizarre. Right. And so make it, he said, this is just a weird situation. Um, Trey Lance, though, if you think about it, they've traded like three first rounds or two first rounds, remember? And they've already given up on them, which is, I think, fine. I think you cut bait when you when you don't think it's right. I was thinking back about those times. I wanted him. I was like, oh, I wanted Zach Wilson that year. We were just so hungry and thirsty for a quarterback that – you would have done anything. I think it's crazy that they are able to still sustain such a top level team. And they've missed on, they missed on Trey Lance, which they traded multiple picks. You go back. uh, I was trying to think of it. We were having a discussion a couple of weeks ago, Cody, about the defensive tackles that haven't worked out. They had Solomon Thomas on that team, right? Wasn't he a 40 runner? And now jet. And then there was another one was Kinlaw. Yeah, Javon Kinlaw as a South Carolina. I was a fan of him. That was the guy I was trying to think of that night. That was the raw prospect. Was that the Derrick Brown year? Uh, I'm not sure. So I know, anyway, yeah, I know at one point they had yeah, like no, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a Derrick Brown year. Yeah, yeah. At one point so they had like, like three of their four defensive linemen were all top five picks. Yeah, and crazy. then they, but but yeah. they've hit. They got uh, they got the Watt or who the Bosa guy, right? Bosa, but they yeah. also had a couple. I mean, if you think about it, the 49ers had the one. This is going back. I'm reaching back into the well. Do you remember he played for the 49ers? They went to Dallas. He was the one that got arrested for like saying bomb at the airport or whatever. What was his name? He's 
Um, and then they had uh, Ruben Foster, who was a linebacker they picked in the first round that got yeah. a domestic violence charge and then went to the Washington Commanders. Dave, I just think it's crazy that they've missed on first round picks and continue to have so much. And continue to have John Lynch as their GM. Like it's, it's quite, uh, and he's genius too. Maybe it's a testament to him. Maybe, but I think at the end of the day, like that Trey Lance thing should have gotten somebody fired. I mean, I think we heard they were divided game last year and you weren't projected to probably win the NFC. Yeah. It it would probably be a little different. Think about if they were hitting on those though. Think about this, like how if they actually had like a, a Patrick Mahomes, dude, that team would be just unbelievable. Jay Thomas got it. Alden oh, yeah. Smith is the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, I don't think that well, if you kept all those players they drafted right now, they would have the team they have right now. I think that not those players being bust and and not having to sign those players to big term contracts is a was part able of the to put them in the mm, interesting point. They wouldn't be able to have CMC or Debo. Or any of these guys, sure. If they didn't have, that. if they signed those good point. deals, good point. All right, what's yeah. next? Uh, next, uh, Jimmy Graham makes the fifty-three man roster for the New Orleans Saints and looked pretty Holy good, shit. at least in their what? preseason outings. Uh, he caught man, a touchdown in the last game, but didn't he get like arrested or something for being? Yeah, like, but they're saying crazy? he had like a yeah, he had like a mental breakdown or something like that. Is the word on the street? Like what? He trip some mushrooms and then go out in New Orleans or something? No, I don't even know if it was like. A, I think it was just honestly a medical issue. But dude, I saw him on Pat Panic McAfee attack a couple of months ago, and he had been sailing around the world. Like nice. the, he was, yeah, he was doing cool shit. I don't really know what caused him to go back to football. All I'll say is this: I will miss the hell out of Thomas Davis owning this man's soul. Well, guess what? You got Jeremy Chin doing it this year. He would beat up on uh, some Jimmy Graham, man. I will never forget that. Jimmy, um, uh, Jeremy Chin's going to do that to him this year. Next up is, oh, this is probably the biggest story or has been the biggest story in the NFL is how would this unfold? Jonathan Taylor really pushed hard. You want to talk about, was he a second round pick or a first round pick? Is he fighting the whole concept of the fifth round, the fifth year option? I don't know if he was a first round pick. I don't think he, he was. I think he was a second. I'm not sure. But uh, Jonathan Taylor has been uh, arguing and pushing back against um, not only the Colts, but Jim Ursay, who is the head, he's the, the representative for all the coaches. Uh, for the NFLPA, and uh, Jonathan Taylor tried to seek a trade. He kind of went, you know, this is kind of falling a little bit. Who's the guy from the Chargers that did uh, this? Eckler. Yeah, it's like he's like a better Eckler, right? Like, yeah, so he's, he's a Eckler. Yeah. yeah, so, and he's trying to get trade. He didn't, you know, they set the asking price. But what I think is wild about this, how did they just put these guys on the pup list? Remember when, do you remember when they got into the fight and then all of a sudden he was listed as having a back injury and then Jonathan Taylor said, oh, or ankle. And he was like, I didn't hurt. He said, he came out and said, I'm not hurt. Like, how do these guys use the IR to like, fuck these dudes? They're like, oh, we found a pimple that's infected IR. Well, I kind of think that they're probably doing it to try and trade him, right? 
Mm. Well, now oh. they have till the 31st to trade them. The thing is, though, if they're going to do that, you want them to play the first few games. Like, the thing is, if they put them on the NFI list, that's when they're really trying to screw them, you know? Um, because then you're, then you're, yeah, but he did yeah, have then a you're six games out no matter what, and you don't get paid for it. Like on the Man. pup list, you at least get paid for those games and you're out four games. And he was going to try to sit out. A lot of guys trying yeah. to sit out right now. Not Brian Burns though. So we'll watch this. What's next. Uh, you know, I saw this all over the place and I don't know exactly why. I mean, I do, I guess because he got almost dead. He right. wasn't that dead. But I I almost feel like this is like uh was it is it that wild that he I thought he was a good player before he almost got yeah, dead. Yeah, I mean, like, he, I mean was he was starting yeah. for the Bills last year. Yeah, I think he was starting through injuries though, but uh like I mean I think he was one of those guys who when he made the team last year it was like uh you know one of those bubble guys that could have very well not even been on the team um okay. you know during the 53 man roster cutdown. Uh but I mean, I think that it's, um, I would have, I, for lack of, for, I'm trying to do this in the most sensitive way. I don't know that even if he was playing badly in training camp, I don't know that they would have been able to even cut him. That's what oh. I was thinking too. No. And that's like why I was kind of weird that this story was such a big deal. It was on every news site. Right. Yeah, I think he just gets that. name recognition because of the, Stuff, but I'm with sure. you. As CK is like, imagine if they cut him. Imagine if this headline was <laughs> Demar Hamlin, uh, Hamlin cut after yeah. risking his life. That's what I would write my yeah, headline. Yeah, Demar Hamlin cut after risking his life for the Buffalo Bills. That would be my headline. Yeah, that's uh, and that's probably an accurate one, and that's probably what would be in uh, every, uh, <laughs> especially in Hire Boston. Me, folks. putting that out there, yeah. All right, what's next? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, our, oh, dude, Man. I saw people going about this saying, "Look, as we need help at wide receiver, chosen Anderson has been uh, released from the. He didn't make the team for the Miami Dolphins." And I was already irritated that people I'm kind of, I'm just over Robbie Anderson. Yep. I'm just over it. You know what I'm saying? We overpaid him. We Matt rule hooked him We're up. Still paying him by the way. Right. I liked yeah. him at the time and stuff, but I'm just like, this is like, but then I saw this Joe person tweet. CK. And if is he counts nine point, we're paying him $9.7 million this year. So whoever says like let's sign him, he better play for fucking free, <laughs> or not for yeah. free for nine point seven. We ain't pay- we'll sign you for a one dollar contract, Robbie, and we got to listen to your dumbass TikToks. That's all I got to say. Yeah, uh, shout that's out all to I got to say about that. <laughs> oh, we talked about Bailey Zappi earlier. They don't have a. They only have one quarterback on the yeah, roster. What, that's kind of that's kind of wild. So yeah, we're keeping three. We got three. We got five tight ends, seven wide receivers, and three quarterbacks. People and like, are already <laughs> saying that we need to trade Matt Corral. Dude, today. I, Andy I was Dalton, literally dude. thinking that. Andy Dalton. No, don't get rid of oh. Dalton, man. I'll take Dalton over Corral. You sound like on, me now. Dude, now you're flip-flopping. You sound like me no, now. I said it earlier in the show. Andy Dalton is our trade piece. We ain't getting shit for... Um, 
Macro. We just signed Andy Dalton, though. We just signed right, we don't, a deal. We, we're not going right, to sign we him. Okay, we're not going to argue don't. about it. That's my opinion. Real quick, we don't have to spend long on it. How much would you want in a trade for Dalton? Fourth round. Seventh. <laughs> Damn. Right. Simple as that. He's going to get a sixth and a seventh. Fifth, Sorry, it's going to happen. Fifth, yeah. fifth. All right, uh, what do we got here? Kickers are on the move. Uh, the Patriots traded Nick Folk, so they actually have no kickers now. Not <laughs> like what if they had no one quarterback, no kickers? <laughs> um, no, but uh, Nick Folk's on his way to the Titans, and uh, the Broncos uh, acquired Will Lutz from the Saints, reuniting him with Sean Payton. The reason I put this up here is the Carolina Panthers have. Uh, hold on. What's his name? Who's our starting? Uh, the Pinero. His haircut is fucking wonky, man. Him and Andy Dalton are competing for the worst haircuts. Wonky like ass Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is you proud like Andy Dalton's his, like, his front yeah. mullet. His front I, mullet. Yeah, he's, he's got long mullet. hair in the front, short in the back. That's he's got that, a front that's mullet. A- that's Dude, he has it. He has it slicked up. Who had that? Who it's has a poof in that? the front and a shaved in the back. He got a front oh, moment. It's not a poof. Yo, um, quit hitting on that man's drip. Wait till you see, wait till you see Panero's hair is funky, bro. It's funky. It's a dude that's like worried about losing his hair. It's a side comb. Just straight. Well, anytime, anytime your hair is so perfect that you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. All right. All right. Uh, what right haircut. This was fun story right here. Jared Goff took the Lions O line to prime and proper in downtown Detroit last week. And he said, What Frank Ragnar can do to a shrimp cocktail is absolutely incredible. I've never seen anything like it. He could enter an eating competition for shrimp cocktails, he could put down 40 or 50 of them. <laughs> Oh, dude, I believe you. I believe it's just dude, like they, Frank, chill out on the shrimp, bro. Oh, dude, they probably caught him on a bad day, too. I bet he can put him down. Yeah, I bet oh, a lot of these it. offensive linemen could win some. That one made me laugh. All right. Competitions. And uh, uh, here dude, is this. Yeah. We're not going to argue about this. But here is your defensive tackle that wants to go. He's on a holdout. He wants to be the top defensive player, Chris Jones. This is what you know what they haven't talked. There are sides. The sides haven't talked, according to Andy Reid. Again, uh, well, this is different. They didn't put him on the IR. They put him on the did. He has a tweet out there that said he's willing to sit out through week eight. And by the way, he was the most important part of their entire defense last year, dude. Do you, and do they want to if he if he sat at, or like do y'all think that if he was a free agent, some team would sign him as a top three defensive yes. tackle. Oh, totally, totally. He'd be number one. That's hey, what he how wants. About this? But he just he signed said, a yeah. deal two years ago, Greg. God, this is the slippery slope. That money. I get it. This yeah. is the slippery slope is he was made the top five like two years ago. Yeah. And it's every time. And this is what Aaron Rodgers at one point, I thought this was cool. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers at one point wanted in his contract a a clause written in every time somebody negotiates a, a contract higher than mine, we should be able to reopen. Cause if I'm the best and then all of a sudden Jared Goff is getting paid more than me, he was trying to get, so this conversation is not new, not new. Um, is that all the news? Now we got to ice some fools. All right. Wow. Wild show. We were on such a great pace. Now we're not. You're listening to the C3 
Yeah, you're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com every Tuesday night into the wee hours of Wednesday morning. We chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. Sub up, smash the thumbs up button, subscribe, call in, all those things. We'll have the post game show. We got a lot of content coming, but we got one last segment, the longest running segment on the longest running Panthers podcast. It's time to ice some fools up, Cody. Eyes up. Ice up, son. Ice up. Jeremy, you're right on time. What he said uh, in the comments, he said, one of the few years we made it to the playoffs, Steve Smith single-handedly destroyed us. That is the truth. My man had like two touchdowns, 225 yards. I remember, I misremember, I felt like he had punt returns. Like I thought... If I if I look back into my memory bank, it's inaccurate. I feel like he had five touchdowns against you. It felt like that. Um, no, this is our homage to Steve Smith. This is where we tell someone to ice up, toughen up, to get it together. Guys, um, Cody, all I could think about all week was how you – I think you really nailed it last week, how the ice up picks have just become – no i got a lot i got a few good ones we're gonna right, we're dude, gonna... i have I, I can go first or last i have okay. three i i, I feel Let's like ping I pong. Have, you go one I, i'll go next i'm ready uh, i feel like i have three bangers uh me too me too uh, all right, dude, all right so let's ping listen. pong yeah okay so listen man a lot of people have sent a lot of nice words to me especially after the charlotte observer article came out and they were basically saying, you know, I'm an inspiration, man, showing that even if you're disabled, it doesn't have to hold you back. You know, you can do anything in this world that you put your mind to. Well, damn it, I'm here to tell you that even if you don't have arms, bro. Oh, I had this one on my list, dude. The bro, robbery. Oh, this is one You can rob a bank, bro. <laughs> no, if story. you wanted you to rob story. a bank it's with a jewelry no story. arms. Yeah, that's absolutely something that you can do. You don't even need hands <laughs> to hold a jewelry store at uh, gunpoint and demand man. your bread. Dude, he got right. He man, this guy cocked the gun. <laughs> did you see him cock pull the pulled it back? Yeah, I had that one queued oh, up. It no. wasn't one of my top, so that's great. Yeah, that was badass though. Oh wow, what a <laughs> What a legend, man! Hey, anything is possible. Um, you know, you know what I, the problem I, is? Is you get like why? Like I know he's wearing the mask, maybe because of COVID, but you're getting totally ID'd. <laughs> like yeah. uh, you know what? Can you pick yeah, the person out of the yeah. line? Yeah, uh, there's no, no arms, dude. Sorry. Well, think about that. <laughs> do you got to round up seven guys in a lineup? You know. Oh, do you got to get five people with no arms? <laughs> but think about yeah. this. Like where where are they putting it? Like he's not going to be able to grab what they're like handing him because like like he's going to have to let go. <laughs> Put it in my pocket. Put more importantly, where do you put the? Yeah, where do you put the handcuffs? More importantly, that's cool. Oh, oh, well, you gotta cuff his legs. No, 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 you you. Cuff him. <laughs> All right, so here. Um, no, we're ping ponging right here. Here's one for me, and this one is. Somebody wrote on Twitter. They said, "Not even Derrick Henry can stiff arm like this." <laughs> oh, 
Oh, fuck with this girl's phone call, bro. She said, look, she wasn't even fighting with her. She was fighting. She said, you're in my way. Damn. Bro, ice up. Don't be talking shit. Don't be interrupting people's phone calls, homie. That's wild. Right, ice up to that. Down. All right, Holy you go shit. next because this is gonna be fun. Because mine are a lot of death and destruction. Uh, yeah, if um, if you're, you know, uh, you know, uh, if if ever you're the type of romantic to hire a mariachi band to play outside the window of your of your lover, and she comes to the window and you propose to her, um, make sure that she's faithful first. And by the way, this might be fake, but it's oh, still. Is he going to do love? It's per- <laughs> Professor Love, and she's sucking dick up there? He's looking up at the window. He brought a very nasty band to propose to I think uh, he grabbed the back of her head at that point. Yeah, yeah he was holding on. To, oh, he was holding on to the ponytail, bro. Did I show you the guy that got stabbed in the vape shop last week? I want to make sure I don't repeat these. I got some good ones for it, man. I can't, man. I was like, well, oh god. Probably shouldn't go too graphic. Oh no! Watch like, this shit. Watch this shit. No, I will show yeah. this. It's like fuck around and fight. Don't rob shit if you ain't ready to fuck around and find out. So, can you hear it? Hold on. Hold on. Why does it keep pausing? Oh, you know the news station. They'll probably copy it. Manage to down to grab his knife. Look, Sam. Why does it keep pausing? Twitter does that. Look at this. So this one guy distracts. He right. s- steals this change jar. And look, it keeps pausing. It's never done this for me. It does. I know it did it to you. Watch this shit. My man said, I'm dead. He said, I'm dead. Those were his yeah. words. Dude, fuck around with those comments, dude. People said he's in Call of Duty and called himself out. I'm dead. But, I mean, <laughs> the shit was terrible dude like don't in this one oh, man. bro we gotta do this one i'm gonna go i'm gonna double dip <laughs> dude this shit look these guys i think you did this or wait did did i show you guys this you might have sent it to us i thought we did it as an i said but maybe you just sent it to us in the chat <laughs> so this guy jumped into this oil <laughs> reserve <laughs> What? <laughs> right, right. So, look, anything for TikTok. Watch this shit. They hit him with a pressure washer. Um, water and oil don't do shit for each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shit gets great, bro. Look, he's upset. Yeah, he's upset with himself. He made bad life choices. Look at him. He looks like Venom. <laughs> Look at his face, dude. Look at this shit. No, watch this. Watch him take his mask off. Look, they're hitting him with the pressure. I was doing shit. Gotta hit him with the degreaser. Oh, 
what? How did you even get that? Degreaser. Degreaser, you got to hit him with some salt. You need salt to get it off. Too. Look at this shit, Greg. Wait till look. Kitty litter. Yeah. <laughs> look at him take his mask off or his hat. Oh, you know what? I actually tweeted that. I said, way to take blackface to a no whole new whole oh, fucking dude. level. Um, <laughs> somebody put this is that he could have actually thank God that he got out. Because the way the density of the oil is, or whatever, and the viscous, like you, he could have drowned up in that bench. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh shit. All right. You're up. All right. My final one. Um, this is to all the ladies out there. Um, if you ever find yourself wanting to go on the stripper pole, one at a time. <laughs> mm. Oh, self installed. That was the problem. Oh no! Oh. Awesome. Uh, and they're all like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. Like Who they had no idea that that would have uh, happened. Who's paying for this shit? Um, like, I saw you just broke your window, bitch. <laughs> I ain't paying for it. All right, here, here comes. I'm coming right back at you with this one. Uh. Be careful when you try to fuck up the uh, elevator. Uh, I almost did this one too. <laughs> I almost did this one too. This what guy pissed all over the control thing and then got himself stuck in the elevator. He shorted out the whole. Look at the sensors. They all go. He peed look, then all. Then the lights start to flicker. <laughs> Stupid! Oh, I, up, bad. I, bad, I got one bad. more. I got one more good one too. Hold on. Um, oh, let me see. I think. Oh, I got two actually. Sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I gotta do them. This one is like, um, be careful taking your um your mistress out in public. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. Is that, oh, fuck, come on, camera, bro. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, me, huh? not me, not me. I like that one. And then here, I they got both one. go to instantly pretending like they have no oh. idea who the other one is. This one, I just saw this when we started the show. This one is stupid. And this is where it just goes to us just watching people die and not die, but like do some, like, this is right up our alley of. Tonight have been soft. Like when nobody was on the verge. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this one too, Tony. <laughs> we have the same Twitter feed. Yep. Oh. <laughs> and he probably look, I I mean, if he didn't fall all the way through, he got crushed there. Like, I mean, think about that. That dropped. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was gonna up. lift up. So hopefully he fell all the way through, or if not, it's still going. He's scrunched. Ice oh, up. Right. Shit. Ice um, up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Those are your ice up picks. Greg, you got one for us? Uh no. I guess if I was gonna throw a quick one out there, I would just throw it to JJ and CK and uh, Cody on their Derek Brown take. 
Yeah, yeah thank you. So. Only one person gets me. You should be thanking me. I deflected all the arrows from you today, yeah. bro. Uh, CK? Uh, I'm good, man. All right. That's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com every Tuesday night into the wee hours of Wednesday morning. We chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. Look, we'll be here every post game show this year. Mm-hmm. Or we got the Friday free for all, which is popping. Uh, you want to talk about this? You think tonight was arguing? This is just us uh, hugging and, and dapping up compared to the Friday free for all. Gregory, love hanging out with you. Glenn Jr., always good to hear from you on the radio on the always. calls. Cody Lashney, you can shut the f- shut the nah. hell up. Nah, die on the hill, pussy. What's up? All right, and CK, great hanging out with you. Cody Lack, take us out of here. C3 Nation, until next time, keep pounding. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.